Thank you for joining us for an episode of the Ready Dice Roll Podcast. Let's get into the action. So, um, in our last session, uh, the party awoke in Greenest following uh, their successful attempt to aid Greenest against the cult of the dragon, which raided it the evening before. Uh, the evening culminated in a one-on-one um, duel between Kestra and Ingdadrosa Cyanrath, the blue half uh champion of the cult of the dragon. Uh, the duel ended with Kestra's defeat, but not her death, uh, and the rest of the party left her to convalesce in greenness as on Governor Nighthill's request they pursued the cult dragon with the help of uh, Sarjor, a elven ranger that they met on the way and Melvin Bigla, who had been traveling with, with a monk named Leosin Erlanthar. Um, uh, Melvin and his group are looking for Leosin uh, fearing that he has allowed himself to be captured as a method of infiltrating the cult, which he has been researching in an attempt to uncover the nature of their activities uh, and plans. Um, you, you, you each were offered 250 gold ahead to go on this mission. Um, see, uh, the party ran into a group of stragglers, and uh, tricked some kobolds into helping them kill them, but not into leaving the party alone. So they had to kill the kobolds as well. <laughs> um, Pez spent some time burying the weapons uh, to return to them afterward. And the party continued on, where they finally met Sarjor and uh, avoided an ambush by the cult's rear guard by skirting the area uh, a wide way around. They arrived at the camp uh, in the early afternoon, did some exploring, and discovered uh, that the cult's leaders are in this area, at least, are the uh, are Frulam Mondath, who is called a wearer of purple, Lane Dedrosa Cyanrath, a blue half-dragon man, uh, and uh, a person they called the, uh, the worm speaker, Resmir. Uh, you also discovered that the cult is gathering loot to, quote, uh, build the horde that will honor the Queen of Dragons. Um, you were not able to discover where or if they're planning to strike next or what their future plans are. Um, you also found some other things, but hopefully someone found some notes because I don't have it sitting in front of me. Uh, the party almost made it... Uh, all the way to evening without anyone being captured, uh, but Sarjor was noticed observing the cult's prisoners, uh, <laughs> whom you had also been tasked with rescuing. Uh, and upon questioning, immediately gave up the information that he was not part of the cult. Uh, so he was taken into custody, uh, as was Melvin when he tried to assist with a firebolt. And um, Finn, when he tried to assist by uh, making Melvin's actions seem the result of drunkenness rather than calculation, uh, that Pez sidled away as the his party members were taken captive, and we will start theirs. So Kestra, 
you uh, awakened a few hours after the party left Greenest, uh, and the governor had a similar conversation with you. He, he told you the things he'd like to learn from the cult uh, and on hearing that you, you were feeling well and ready to go. Uh, uh, he offered 250 gold to try to catch up to your companions and join their mission. Uh, is there anything you'd like to accomplish in Greenest before you leave? Uh, were there any opportunities to buy like healing potions or anything like that? Uh, you can you can give it a, a shot. The party was, I mean, the uh, the town was um, just raided last night, so a lot of things will be sort of up in the air. But you can certainly go and look. Uh, there's um, an apothecary and a general store uh, that that you can find directions to. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, okay, I, I'm sorry, I already have one. I'll skip it then. Okay, cool, cool. Head out. Uh, all right, so you set out, headed south, southeast, uh, following the tracks easily of your party. You come across a, a site where it looks like they uh, encountered some cultists uh, having lunch. Our bodies all over the place and a, a mound where something seems to have been buried. Um Continuing on, and uh, you uh, come to a place where some high bluffs um, encircle the road or uh, or bound the road, and it looked like a, pl- a good place for an ambush. So you circle around it as your party members did. Eventually, you, you uh, arrive at the cult's compound uh, around dusk. Uh, you're able to make your way in without being challenged. Uh, but noticing some trouble up ahead of you and picking out the figure of Pez, you follow him uh, into a small cave hidden in some brush at the side of the horseshoe-shaped plateau that encircles the cult's camp. Uh, Pez, you have just arrived in said cave, and and just as you get in and start to assess your situation to see if you're safe, you notice... A figure coming in and tense up for a moment before realizing that it is Kestra. Um, Greetings, Pez. Hey, Kestra. Where are the others? Uh, well, Sarjor made a fumble of words and got captured, and the others tried to assist. I saw the opportunity to sneak away to try and rescue them at another time. Do we know they will be imprisoned and where? They won't just be executed? From the looks of it, uh, they have lots of work that needs to get done, and probably they're going to get imprisoned, I imagined. Um, they should have. They would have probably just killed them on the spot if they were going to kill them. Okay. That would be my guess. I am out of game. Like You would remember that you, you did see the, uh, the half-elf monk... Uh, Sort of tied to some cross posts up at the uh, right. the back of the compound. That's right. Um, so you do you do have some like solid information that uh, they're they're not out of immediately killing prisoners. Joel, it looks like you're talking, but I can't hear you saying anything. Your your mic might be off. Yeah, I, I keep it muted. Uh, I was talking to my oh, wife okay. until you don't need me, just so you don't hear the dogs barking and all that. Shit. I didn't want you to be like trying to contribute and. Um, I got you. I'll raise my hand. If Sorry, I what's something. your character's name again? Joel? Who, me? Yeah. 
No, you're a human wizard. Uh, uh, variant, variant human wizard. Oh, that's right. We're all humans now. <laughs> yeah, all of your normie races in the uh, the campaign where I told you you could be whatever you want. I made a dragonborn, but he died. To be fair. <laughs> well, you know, I I kind of want to play one of those new dragonborns. If this character dies, I'll be a dragonborn. I mean, the the few hours I had with him was pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um. Yeah, so you guys meet up in that cave. Uh, the action is still going on outside and uh, peeking through the brush. Uh, make a perception check for me, both of you. Twelve for me. Uh, perception. Oh, wait. Uh, five. Hold on, I get a d4 to that. Yeah, so 16. 16 for you, and uh, sorry, Pez? Five. Five. Uh, Pez, you're you're having a lot of trouble seeing uh, through the um, the brush as the sun begins to uh, go behind the plateau and cast the whole camp into shadow. Uh, Kestra, you are aided by the stars that are beginning to come out now, and you are able to make out through the action uh, Finn and an unfamiliar and two unfamiliar figures. Be, uh, being taken uh, bound in ropes toward a large, ornately decorated tent um, set apart from all of the others by about 100 feet from the closest one. How many people are escorting them, guards-wise? Uh, in terms of guards, like, physically on them, there are, uh, four with two more that seem to be moving to join, but, uh, it's made quite a spectacle in the midst of the camp, and just about everyone that you can see of the, uh, two or three dozen people in your field of view are paying attention to the scene. Uh, Pez. Um, would I have, I know my role was really bad, would I have noticed, like, the guards still at the prison area? Like, that area that had guards? Um, not based on your perception check, no. Okay. Um, I will allow you to make another one to look specifically at that if you would like to. I would. Um, because that's kind of where my mind's at, is using this distraction, um, Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you roll for uh, that. That would be a 13. So A 13. Um, you are having trouble making it out. Um, let me look at my map real quick and, and make sure I'm being fair to you. Yeah, yeah you're good. Mm, Skype is fucking with my pointer. Making it move slow. You know that, that that those caves were actually really close to where I said the uh, the prisoner tents are. So I'll say that you uh, on that roll you can see that uh, uh, it seems like all of the guards that were guarding the prisoners in the uh, the work camp are currently helping to escort your compatriots 
uh, toward the, the command tent. Okay. Um, would I see... Like, how far am I from that prison area? We never really decided. Uh, I'll say you're you're good hundred feet from that at this point. Okay. Um, like it, it it would it would be a, it would take some doing to get over there, but it's certainly not impossible. Like it, people's attention is elsewhere. Okay. Um, I'll let you describe anything else you want to do before I. Yeah. I have a quick mechanics ruling uh, question sure. about my unearthed arcana character. So, with my, like, star map feature, I get the ability to cast Augury um, without preparing or using a spell slot uh, up to a certain amount of times a day. But it also has the ritual tag. So, what I'm wondering is, can I cast it as a ritual or not? I don't know. Uh, so, what, what does the language say? It just says you have the ability to cast Augury. It says... You can cast the Augury and Guiding Bolt spells without expending a spell slot and without preparing the spell, provided you use the star map as the spell casting focus. You can cast the spell from the map three times for long rest. I mean, to me, that sounds like you would just use whatever casting time is listed. Like... Right, right, but the, the spell itself has the ritual thing, so I'm, I'm wondering, can I use it as a ritual... To, and take oh, the extra casting time. Uh, yeah. But oh, it is a second okay. level spell, which I don't know technically, and it doesn't say you know the spell, so I wanted to ask for your uh, opinion. I'm, I'm fine with that, yeah. I, I'll, okay. I'm, I'm fine with calling it a prepared spell for the purpose of using it as a ritual. Sweet. I mean, Thank you. You'll spend ten minutes doing it. That's, that's fair. Yeah. Um, did you want to do that now? Uh, no, because I don't have any particular question. I just... Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, okay. Um, well, so that is, uh, the situation. Pez, were you wanting to do anything? Yeah, so I see, basically, I, I saw the guards are not there at the thing. Did I see... I know I, my first roll was really bad. Would I have a rough idea of maybe I might have, you know a minute or 30 seconds, anything like that, that I could try and figure out? You wouldn't be able to gauge that from okay. where you are now. Okay. Uh, if, if, if you, like, stepped out from the brush and spent some time really observing, it might let you make, like, an investigation roll to determine that, but you'd have to venture yourself. Okay. Um, hey, Kestra. Um, so... I know I said they got captured. Um, we were told, I don't know if you were told, I'm guessing since you came here, uh, but we're supposed to save some prisoners and this might be a good time to, to rescue some of them. You're thinking of getting the other prisoners out before rescuing the rest of our companions? Well, what I'm thinking is maybe like get some of the prisoners and hide them in these caves. Uh, and then when we go and rescue our companions, then we gather our, our, uh, people. That is going to cause quite the stir in the camp when they realize that their prisoners are missing. That's true. It might be better to wait for nightfall and... Do it all. Do it all at one swoop if we could. You are much smarter than me, so... Well, I don't know what your intelligence is, but 
Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, that sounds good. Wisdom. This is wisdom. Oh, okay. A wisdom thing more than an intelligence thing. Well, you're definitely. So. I'm negative one. So. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, Dawn. But, or, sorry, DM. Uh, what time yeah. is it roughly? It is round about like 5 p.m. I, I think that's about what I oh, said that's right. in the last session. That's right, because uh, if we were to take a long rest, it would So it's, it's summer. You've got a few hours till it's, like, properly dark. Okay. Um, um, so you're saying you want to wait till nightfall to give it time to calm down and maybe them get put in that prison area, Kestra? If they're all together, yes, I think that would be easier. Okay. Um, now, I will tell you, I expended uh, my abilities quite a bit uh, last. Uh, little adventure and I could use a, a, a rest um, I don't know if you're able to keep watch while I take a, a long rest I can do that yes Okay. do you, do you think 8 hours is going to be safe do you think and once I'm ready we could go and start walking around figuring out what to do mm. would you like me to con consult the stars and ask that would be fantastic um, can you see the stars right now <laughs> They are always with me. Oh, that's cool. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, I don't know if you noticed when you were coming into this place, we thought there were some big, like, uh, what were, they were like uh, lizard creatures, like giant lizards. Giant lizards? Yeah, uh, DM, weren't they giant lizards? Like uh, riding yeah, you, lizards? You saw, you saw two, two kinds of uh, beasts that seem to be used by the cult. Some of them uh, you recognized as giant lizards. Uh, they looked perfectly capable of fighting, but seemed to in practice to be mostly used as pack animals. Uh, and you also saw some uh, creatures that appeared draconic in nature, uh, about the size of uh, a wolf, like a, a, which is to say an extremely large dog. But none of you were able to identify their like what they actually are. We saw these in the town too, also. Right? Yes. Oh. Part okay. of the yeah. And they're and they're evident in the camp as well. Like you, you see them here and there. Uh. <laughs> um. So those uh, beasts that we saw, um, we had considered maybe trying to start like a, I don't know, like a get let them loose and make them kind of do a distraction when we save the prisoners. I didn't know if that's something you think that might work, Kestra, or um, it's just an option. I wanted to make sure I shared everything. Letting the riding yeah, beast no, loose? The, the beasts you've uh, seen have appeared to be pretty well controlled. They're not necessarily kept on, like, leashes or anything. Gotcha. Um, so so you haven't necessarily gotten the idea that, like, they're on the verge of snapping and eating a bunch of people. Uh, if they're not supervised for a moment. Mm -mm. Okay. I mean, I could agitate one of them, but it would be only one. Mm. Probably not much of a distraction. What if we were to maybe like tie a few of them, like their harnesses together, and you agitate the one, and it... It's just an option we could try. Um, or we could check out maybe this evening before we rescue everyone. Let's take our rest first, and then we'll, we'll... Well, actually, we should decide that so I know if I'm going to prepare the spell. Um, the prison area is, like, kind of distant from, like, the main tents and stuff where people sleep and all that. It's not... Really uh, 
Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's kept well away from. Um, I mean, there's a cluster of tents. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys are at least the prison is about a hundred feet away from you, and also about a hundred feet away from the nearest cluster of like residential tents. Okay, and what about those animal? Pins or whatever. How far is that from the prison area? Uh, so there's not really any like pens that okay. you've seen. Um, though there is there there is a cave opening at the back of the camp, and you don't know what's in there. Uh, the the animals are, are more like you see them. Uh, like the the dog like dragon creatures are generally they're accompanying armed men on patrols. They seem to be have more of like a militant use to the camp is the the giant lizards are uh this part of the day they're starting to be pretty concentrated at the back of the camp where you've noticed um goods Ooh. that were taken right. from Ge- greenest are being unloaded and taken into the cave um so they're in but, use and it doesn't look like they get pinned up in a certain place close enough to the prison to like uh no if 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 there's a pen um then it, it it would seem to be elsewhere in the camp uh, uh that you can't see from here as i think agitating the animals will cause a, a distraction but not concentrated in the area we need to go to oh okay that makes sense i trust you <laughs> what uh magic are you capable of with regards to changing appearance or um, charming others into believing deceptions um so let me look at my spell list real quick um, remember you're taking a long oh yeah you don't prepare spells i prepare spells yeah um i don't i have a disguise kit that i could adjust our appearance slightly um it'll take a little bit of time um uh i yeah, I don't have I don't have charm person uh, yet. I was gonna learn that when I get my next option to learn spells. So, okay. Um, oh, I should have mentioned there's a possibility that you'll be leveling up mid session. So awesome! I should have told you about that before now, so you can make your choices. Hot <laughs> damn! Because um, at level three we get one more spell. Is that how that that works? Yeah, we'll, we'll consult the tables when the time comes. Okay. Uh, but I think you learn two more spells, and at level three, you'll get access to second-level second level. spells. You'll get two second-level spell. spell slots. Ooh, yeah. Um, all right, so you guys taking a long rest? Uh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, he's taking a long rest. I'm going to stand guard. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so you, you stand guard for eight hours while uh, Pez... Takes a oh. takes a little nappy. Um, could I have before we do it do um, the song of rest? Or I guess he's not I using hit dice. Short rest, yeah, but he's yeah. Not I believe that, that that like adds to your hit dice anyway. Yeah. Like you you wouldn't use that on a long rest. Now for long for long rest, are you saying I need to sleep that whole eight hours, or could I use my inspiring leader feet after? Like at the end of How long of the, does that take? Uh, ten minutes. So. Ten minutes. Uh, yeah, you can tack that on at the end. Okay. Uh, 
Now, how long does that last? Uh, you can spend 10 minutes inspiring your companions, choose up to six allies, including yourself, that can see or hear and can understand you within 30 feet. Each creature gains five temporary once per short rest. So um, I guess until we took a short rest or a long rest again, it doesn't really say. Huh. That's up to you. Yeah, well, you, you can you can both have five temporary hit points. Uh, yeah. Melvin, if you still have any from Song of Rest before, uh, those are gone now. Um, all right, so you guys take that rest, and uh, so we'll switch to what's going on with Melvin, Sarjor, and Finn. Um, <laughs> Melvin, uh, you are rudely bound uh, and dragged toward the large... Uh, command tent that stands apart from all of the others at the uh, top of the area inside the plateau overlooking the entire cultist camp. Um, You are separated from your companions by far enough that you cannot communicate uh, and they take you into the tent uh, into an antechamber. Um, As you pass through the opening uh, you, you see that it, it's made up of uh, richly ornamented, uh, very expensive-looking silk. Uh, and coming into the tent, uh, there are there is a partition uh, that makes a sort of um, makeshift foyer at the opening of the tent, uh, where you and your companions are held in place by the guards. Uh, and first, they take Sarjor in uh, beyond the uh, silk <laughs> flaps that are, are covered and colored in um, all of the colors of chromatic dragons. Um, <clears throat> this takes a few moments and you, you begin to hear raised voices for a moment. Uh, and you hear the sounds of uh, impacts. And a few minutes later, Sarjor is dragged unconscious and still bound, uh, looking badly beaten out of the tent um and then finn is taken in and a few minutes pass similarly um until he too emerges um unconscious badly beaten uh dragged from the tent by by two armed guards and now your turn approaches um let me take a second to read this section of the book and just make sure i've got everything in line Okay, so you are pulled through these tent flaps into uh, a very large, comfortably furnished uh, pavilion. Um, Inside, uh, there are two additional guards wearing the same um, sort of uh, strange black masks with horns sticking off in all directions, uh, armed with scimitars and dressed in leather armor. Uh, these two stand beside a desk that has been set up, uh, on the other side of which sits a uh, slight half-elven woman with dark hair, uh, uh, wearing um, a, a purple sash. Uh, and you can see on a, a the sort of display uh, directly behind her rich purple robe uh, and to her right standing behind the desk is a hulking figure um, that you recognize from the fighting in Greenest the night before 
It is the blue half dragon, uh, Langda Drosa Cyanrath. Um, you're brought in by two more armed guards uh, in masks, and uh, they sort of kick the back of your knees to knock you down on the ground and throw you in front of uh, the half-elven woman who stands up from her desk and looks down at you. And she says, Who are you? Melvin, ma'am. Melvin, your parents only gave you one name. (laughs) When I joined the cult, I dropped my family name, just Melvin, until I get another. Uh, Make a deception check. Five. Five? Yep. Mm, You might be okay. She rolled bad. with the ribbons on your ruse but we don't give new members new names so why don't you tell me where you really came from uh, it's uh, j- just as I said I, I I was here for the attack from Greenest and I and back at the camp I made a huge blunder in my drunken stupor and accidentally attacked a guard when I was trying to get the She turns to the blue dragon man standing beside her and and says it looks like you're going to have to handle this one some too. Uh, He he grins uh, like the the corners of his dragonish mouth curl up as he walks around the desk grabs you by the collar and slaps you across the face. And he roughly holds you up and turns you toward the woman. You are not a part of my cult. I am not a fool. Why are you here? I'm here to join the cult. I I was there at the attack and I... I lost everything. I, Darling, I'm, I'm here to join. He hits you uh, as hard as he can in the side of the face. Um, where did you come from? Greenest. Greenest. So you were there at the triumph last night. Did you see the man holding you beat a woman unconscious and leave her to bleed out? Yes, I did. That's why I followed. I, do you believe I that else. he will do the same thing to you? Yes, I do. Then stop lying to me. It's, it's not a lie. I saw what happened. I was there. I'm, I have nothing else. I'm, I'm here. This why is all I have left. Next? Traveling. Just a traveling merchant. <laughs> Old deception again. At disadvantage. Sorry. Oh, disadvantage. That's a hate man. Hey, man. 
14. 14. Natural 16. <laughs> Hit him again. Uh, and he does. Um, you, you, you've taken now uh, three points of bludgeoning damage, by the way. Um, <coughs> Let's see. You are not a merchant. You were not traveling for no reason. Why were you in Greenest? I was there to study. To study. Even though there's yes. no library in Greenest. I'm from the library. I forget the name of the library you told me. I'm trying to look uh, it up Candle right Keep. Now. Candle Keep. There you go. I'm from Candle Keep. We were there to study. And what were you Just studying? traveling through, like I said. Uh, at the mention of Candlekeep, you you noticed that she she perked up, uh, and her her attention is intent focused on you now. What did you go to Greenest to study from Candle? Religions, the different religions of the realm. It's a passion. Roll deception. Eleven. Eleven? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, she beats you again. God damn it. She just rubs her face and the, the half-dragon, like, drops you to the ground and kicks you in the ribs. Uh, yeah. You take another point of bludgeoning damage. Um, uh, then he picks you up and holds you to face her again. Uh, she stands up and walks around the desk until and stands until she's this close to your face. And she says, kill you if I don't learn anything interesting or useful from you. Do you understand me? Do you speak? And she thumps you on the forehead. What did you go, go to Venus to study? Why were you, you there? I was there escorting monks. We we were there to study the religions and cults. I don't think I'm necessarily lying about that. Yeah. Um, were we not there to study the different religions and the cults? Uh, or was my phrasing wrong? You, you know that Leosin or Lanthar was uh, studying specifically the cult of the dragon and you went to Greenus because he had projected that was the next place they would attack. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure. Like, you I, well, know that. I mean, like, you can decide how much you want it to reveal. Um, I don't reveal any of that. That's why I was trying to be vague and say we were there studying religions and religions. That's That's all I can really think to tell her. All right. I'm definitely not going to tell her about Laosin. You're escorting monks from Candlekeep to study religions in Greenest. Yes. What are you doing in my camp? Are you studying us? They, they all died. I have nothing else. All right, give me one more deception, man. 
three. <laughs> I'm minus one, man. I'm not charismatic. Well, we have a monk of our own here. And you'll die with him tomorrow. Because of him. Uh, so she turns back, goes sit, and sits down at her desk and, and begins writing something on a parchment. Uh, the blue half dragon um, drops you to the ground and goes and joins her at her side uh, as the other guards move forward and beat you unmirthfully until you lose consciousness. Uh, you are at zero hit points, but you are stable. Uh, um, Pez and Kestra, or I suppose Pez is resting at this point. Yeah. Uh, Kestra, looking out on your watch, you see after maybe uh, half an hour or so after joining Pez, um, a, a, a human man in uh, robes that you, you would associate with uh, a novice wizard um, being dragged uh, out of the tent uh, to more people before and taken to an area just a touch beyond what you can clearly make out um, but you do you see them taken to an area where uh, where they sort of fall into shadow and you, you can't make out uh, uh, what's happening um, okay. You do pass. Uh, you something? Uh, no, no, do the guards walk back out, or do they stay in the area of shadow as well? Uh, so you watch uh, another about ten minutes, and after about that long, you you see all of the guards that you saw walk in. You you see them walk out again. Okay. Um. You pass your eight-hour rest uh, without accident. You're not discovered. Uh, and Pez, you awaken feeling refreshed at, at about... Would be what, one or so? About, about like one, yeah. About one day. Uh, so at this point, uh, it is obviously totally dark. Uh, the stars are bright overhead, uh, and there is some moonlight. Um, it's dimly lit. Uh, Throwback. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, activity in the camp has died down considerably. Uh, the only people you see moving about now are... Uh, there's one camp at a large, there's one, like, uh, bonfire at a large cluster of tents across the way. You see figures pass in front of it now and then, and as you look out and observe, you see some patrols of, uh, uh, mostly of the, uh, the mask-wearing guards, uh, accompanied with the, uh, the dog-like dragons. Um, you, you don't, but there is no longer a bustle of activity or concentrated crowd um, where in the camp that you can... Uh, what would you like to do? Um, Go ahead. Uh, hey, Kestra. Um, so I was sleeping. Did you happen to see anything while you were keeping watch? Like, I don't know. Can you they returned me? the prisoners from the tent, the command tent, the human... Uh, Possibly a wizard. Um, 
to that shadowy area of the prison. Oh. Um. Uh, the guards escorting them moved on, though, so however many guards are in there normally is what we'll be facing. There were two last time we were there, before Sarjor said he wasn't a member. Um, question. Um, did he point out, like, would I know that that area he's saying is the area where we were at? As far as the prison area? The shadow um, area? What? I don't think I understood. Say that again? Um, would I know that the <clears throat> the shadow area that he's talking about would be the prison area? Like, it's the same spot? Or is it different? I would say that if, uh, if Kestra points in, in that general direction, you will remember that that's where you saw Leosin. Uh, it's certainly not the same area as the, uh, the work camp. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that's where, uh, the wizard friend, uh, monk guy was chained up, and the crazy thing is, they have him tied up, uh, by all fours, like in an, an X, and so, do you, was he the, the monk, was he the only one in there the last time we were there, or were there a few others? Uh, he was the only one there the last time that you saw. Okay. So it's almost yeah, like was, a different... He was also badly beat. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, they, they seem to not treat all of their prisoners the okay. same. Um, there's some kind of demarcation between like slave labor prisoners and special yeah. cases. That's kind of where my question was. Is we kind of figured out that though, like he was trying to infiltrate, same as us before. Correct the monk, and he got uh, that's 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 what you were told that he was interested in infiltrating the cult and his group thought that he tried to accomplish that by allowing him to be cap- himself to be captured. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, uh, Kester, it sounds like our, our buddies might be with the, the monk guy that we were supposed to, like, help our uh, Melvin find. And that wasn't too far from the regular spot. It was, like, what, 50, 60 feet? Am I remembering that right? Uh, sorry, say that again? The, the shadowy area where, like, we think the companions got taken to, and uh, mm-hmm. and the monk guy, I forget his name. Um, <clears throat> Leosin. Leosin. Uh, he got, that's like 50 to 60 feet from the other prison area, is that correct? Uh, uh, no, it is much, much, much further than that. Um, hang on a second. I'm going to send you guys a photo of the map. Okay. Because it just explored the whole camp, so it doesn't really matter if you have the numbered labels. Okay. Are you going to send it in a group message or on Skype? Group message. Okay. Incoming. Uh, um... Uh, just don't read the text at the right that I failed to block off. Oh, um, so, uh, essentially, if you... Does everybody have that now? Not yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, though. Okay, I just got it, so... Um, Same here. Okay. So, uh, 
if you look at the um, the the map, you will see that uh, in the lower left quadrant, there is sort of a place where the plateau pokes out, and there's what looks like a pile of rubble at the bottom. You guys have found a cave, like, just to the south of that pile of rubble. Okay. No, I'm sorry, just to the north and west of it. And the two tents that are there by themselves, closest to the uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, scree when it's off of a cliff, um, those are the prison... Those are that's the work camp in the prison tents. Okay. Uh, over at the uh, point labeled three, that is where you saw Leo uh, um, tied up uh, oh. across from the tent, and not terribly far away from the nearest group of uh, residential tents. And Sorry, guys, I need to answer a text message real quick. Pez, do you want to try making disguises, or... Yes, um... Just go in in under the cover of darkness? Um, so we have the robes, right? Um, and the only other, like, thing they had were masks, correct? As far as... He's doing a text. Yeah, no, the, the cultist robes that you have and that you've seen are distinct from the the uniforms worn by the masked men. Gotcha. Um, like, they also wear robes, but they are dissimilar from the ones that you have. Okay. Um, is there any way I would have known that we could disguise ourselves slightly, like to spend maybe an hour to disguise ourselves? Um... Is there do you any... have a disguise kit? I did. I do. Uh, you're proficient with it? I am. That was one of the things I chose. Uh, yeah, I'd say you can make a, a rudimentary disguise if you take an hour to do it. Okay. Um, what are you trying to do? Who are you trying to disguise yourself as? Um, well, that's where I was going to ask. Like, Would I have seen like maybe someone that looked vaguely familiar to me that I could disguise myself to look closer to in the time we were walking around <clears throat> that same for Kestra no I mean okay. you haven't had a lot of super long conversations with anybody like uh, I mean there's there's enough people here I can't hear you. I don't know. It might be my internet. I'm sorry.
Hey, uh, to where, Kestra? Uh, okay. You said Sorry. that rubble is relatively close to. Uh, yeah. Well, you're 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 right next to that, and then those um those two tents by themselves are like the work camp uh, prison okay. site. And then at three is where uh, you saw your compatriots taken from the command tent. I can't really make out any numbers, so I don't know where three is. Let's try to D&D Beyond and get a screen cap, because it'll be a lot better quality. Top right. Okay. Sorry, I, I, had my, I had to close out the call. I, my internet was messing up for a second. He's back. Oh, I see. Andrew, I found at, it. Look at the second one. This, the one I kind of cropped a little bit. It kind of yeah, zooms in. It. It might it's help right underneath yeah. where it says level two. Cool. All right. Oh, uh, I thought it was. I thought it was top right. That says level three. So I'm thinking that's like an elevation thing. But oh, uh, the- not level three. It's the number three. It's right beneath level two. Yeah. Oh, right, Drew. Yeah, uh, I'm going to start trying to... You're back, Pez. Pez, would you like to sneak along the ridge, or should we just walk boldly through the camp? Um, now, how dark is it? Is it, like, cloud cover at all, or is it clear skies? Uh, uh it is, uh, there's not a cloud in the sky. Okay. Um, okay. Um, what do the stars say? Kestra, should we be bold about this, or? Sure. Uh, I'm going to take ten minutes and ritual cast Augury. Uh, The plan. uh, Questions? Or is it just one? It's one question uh, concerning a plan I plan to take within the next, a course of action I plan to take within the next 30 minutes. And you just have to tell me wheel, woe, wheel, and woe, or nothing. Okay. Well, uh, and uh, you take a course of action is walking straight through the camp to the prison area. Okay. Um, so you take ten minutes, and uh, sorry, uh, Pez. Um, while he would be doing that ritual cast, could I be looking out to see where other caves are along the route? If we were to take the other route, potentially we could kind of duck in there at times. Uh, no, it is too dark, and the sides of the plateau are too covered in brush. There wouldn't be any way for okay. you to see. Uh, not without going and and investigating. Um, sorry, I'm getting trying to get this uh, photo sent to you guys. My attention will will be undivided. Um, Okay, so there's there's a screen cap up. Uh, okay, so you take your time to um, cast uh, Augury as a ritual. Uh, you adjust your sextant, sextant and uh, gaze up into the sky uh, and ask um, the outcome of walking straight through the camp to the uh, the prison site where you saw your party members taken, you said? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> there's an of uh, stillness, and then looking very intently, you see uh, the faint uh, streak of uh, a comet through the sky, and um, you interpret that to mean. Um, Is killing me. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think about it. I thought you glitched for a second. Legit thought you glitched, and I was like, yeah, no, no. "It's perfect." <laughs> I, I, I had to consider conditions. Um, that that one, um, that that specific one is regulars. She, I got a phone number. They want you to call them. They're really generous, apparently. Yeah. They're trying to reach out to us. You got the phone number? Uh, yeah, Wheel and Woe. Wheel and Woe? All right. Mm -hmm. Because I think if we're careful, it should work out, but we can't be drawing attention to ourselves in any way. Okay. Um, Yeah, during the day, it seemed like we were pretty safe as long as we kind of just blended in. We didn't make any weird, you know, things like look blatantly at the prisoners really close um we were fine uh but just in case um are you ready to go by chance i'm ready to go um as will you make an insight check for me please sure uh okay uh, you as well sure. me mm-hmm. uh 14 14 um and- 16 okay. 16. Uh, uh, you have noticed, uh, uh, while there's not, like, loads of guards or anything, they they seem to be, like, taking pretty tight patrols uh, and being okay. pretty vigilant. You imagine that uh, the don't know whether your compatriots may have given up your presence. Um, oh. So you, you get the idea that the camp may be on alert for further intrusion. Okay. Uh, based on the... Uh, so maybe we should stick to the ridge and be sneaky. Yeah. Um, and, and you know what? I think that's smarter. Let's take tonight to really find out how we're going to go about this. If we can get them, fantastic. If not, we need to hold out for a better time to better our odds of saving them. Um, and Just scout everything. out the ridge. Yeah, I think it, scout everything out. See what time frame is between um, their patrols because I, I think you probably noticed if I did you're better than I am so uh, it seems like they're patrolling quite heavily right now um, but since we're going to leave soon I just want to tell you uh, you're a really stand up stand up chick I really have spent a lot of time with you lately but I, I like the time I have spent with you so um, and I'm going to give you a bardic inspiration uh, oh thank you so yes. that's a d6 right now Okay. Okay. For 10 minutes. Number again. Go ahead. <laughs> Alright, so we want to all take a point on this. Uh, stealth down out of the cave and move along the ridge mm-hmm. towards that number three area. 
<clears throat> okay. Uh, if you're willing to move very slowly so that you can stay in the brush, I'll let you make your stealth checks with advantage. Sweet. And I'm going to use my bardic inspiration on that since it only lasts for 10 minutes anyway. And Already? With us moving slowly, how long will it take us to get over to that area we were meaning to head towards? Nice. Mm, so you're looking at... Um... You're looking at uh, maybe creeping a, uh, like a, a linear thousand feet along the wall. Okay. Um, and moving through the brush, we'll call it half speed. So that's going to be like 15 every six seconds or 150 feet every minute. Which would okay. give you uh, only about five minutes to get over okay. there. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's yeah, we'll go slow with advantage and. Uh, All right, time. give me your rolls. Okay, and while we're going, I be. Sorry, you broke. You cut out there. Which? Me, Andrew. Uh, uh, can I be keeping track of kind of the different caves that we pass by, potentially that we could use along the route? Uh, I'll let you make a, uh, perception check as you go. Um, but if you want to make that check, okay, so either you're going to make stealth with advantage and perception with disadvantage, or the other way around, or two standard rolls. What do you want? Um, I'll just Representing, you need your undivided attention attention to be good at stealth or to be good at the perception but if you divide your attention you're okay. just standard on both um i'll do just standard on both rather than okay. advantage on the other um so please give me stealth first okay can i guidance him for stealth uh yes you may good and go ahead and give your, your stealth as well kestra i already rolled mine it's gonna be a 25 25 okay uh, and guidance just to make sure is a D4 still, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, so for my stealth, it's a natural 17 plus 1 from your guidance and plus 4, so 22. Okay. You imagine you're safe. Okay. Uh, now you can make your perception check. Okay. Awesome. Uh, 15 total. 15 total. Uh, you're not able to make like a mental map or anything, but you do note as you go along that uh, the, 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 the cave, the sides of this plateau are, are like Swiss cheese with holes. Like there's okay. pretty much a, a shallow cave anywhere you would want there to be one. Okay. So you, you imagine this will be an easy way to uh, escape notice. Awesome. Um... <clears throat> Uh, so you are able to snake along the uh, outside of the plateau, along through the darkness, um, to the point where you remember Pez uh, seeing the monk, Leos and Erlanthar, tied up. Uh, uh, there in view, let's see, that's like a hundred feet as dark vision, do you? Nope. Uh, I don't think so. Did we lose him again? No, I'm here. No. Sorry, I had it muted. Um, I do not have dark vision, I don't uh, believe. 
Alright, I need you to make uh, perception checks at disadvantage for me, Ben, as you're trying to peer into the dark to make out the, pers- the area. You said disadvantage? Mm-hmm. Seven. <laughs> uh, the two of you spend a few moments gazing into the dark, trying to see exactly what's there, but... Uh, it's it's all just kind of indistinct and and shades of black from your current position. You're going to have to creep out of the brush and toward the area to get a clearer idea of your circumstances. Now, I'll take a minute to describe your surroundings for right now. Um, so you have crept along the southern border uh, of the plateau uh, to a point south and just a bit to the west of the point labeled outside. three Go. um yep. that's not level three but point three okay uh you are sort of crouched in some uh thick brush that is growing at the base of the plateau there uh and there is about 75 feet of open ground um Oh, sorry, about 100 feet of open ground between you and the area you're trying to inspect. Uh, and to get there in a straight line from your current position, you're going to come within about 50 feet of what appear to be some sort of, uh, like, barracks tent. Um, and that's that's that cluster that you see uh, there to the southwest of three. Okay. Okay. Uh, from what from what you can tell, the ground is open between you and uh, the position you're you're trying to discern. Uh, I think we might have lost Joel. I think. Uh, yeah. No, no, I'm good. I just turned the video off for a second. I was talking to Trisha. Go ahead. Okay, okay. I bet you were shown as Weena. <laughs> My big old staff, you mean? <laughs> hey yo, <laughs> got him. Pez, do you want to approach or? Um, it, so looking at the area, basically the odds of getting caught go up dr- dramatically by going closer. Does that seem accurate? I mean, I mean, you're you're essentially you're concealed in thick brush right now, and in order to get closer to see, you're gonna have to make another stealth check. Okay. Uh, Move over open ground. Um, And just to make sure, uh, we are like south of three point three. Is that correct? Near those broken rocks or whatever? Uh, yeah, you're not super close to the broken rocks. Like if you see that arch there uh, between sort of the point directly south of the tents and that broken rock, you're about midway between those two. Okay. Uh, so, so we could kind of come out behind those barracks almost in a way. Those tents. To be able to get a little better of a, a view, maybe? How do you mean behind a round? Um, so, I guess, like, the, the you said those tents, we think they're barracks, correct? The ones... You imagine there's people sleeping in them. Okay. Uh, yeah. But we don't see, like, any guards, like, beside them or anything? Um... See, based on your perception, no. Okay. Uh, 
if you want to like wait a few more minutes and continue to look, I'll let you make another check for that. Um, Kestrit, were you able to tell like how maybe safe it would be for us to come out just out of the woods in a say per se, like uh, and just into the open, or do you think it would be better for us to hold off for a bit to see what's going on? That's the question I just asked you. Is it really? Yes. Sorry, I have a baby running around. It's distracting me. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's hold off for a minute. You're smart. <laughs> I'm gonna look to take a second. I mean, you guys can keep going or like switch to Melbourne. I'm gonna take a second to look through these uh, beasts for my wild shape. See if there's anything that might be helpful. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna, uh, I guess, keep watch uh, for just so a few minutes. Take, take a few minutes to observe. Yeah, just to see patrols and stuff. Alright, I'll let you make uh, another perception check if you're going to take a few minutes to focus on it. Okay. That is a natural 20, so 20 total. (laughs) Very nice. Um, So while while Castra considers uh, her her toolkit, you uh, take a few minutes to, to really watch the, um, the tents. You note, uh, after a few minutes, um, a figure sort of rounds, uh, the cluster of tents traveling clockwise, uh, and comes within about 50 feet of your position, and then it turns and follows the border of that cluster of tents, uh, back. Um, you wait about another five minutes and, and notice that uh, the figure comes into view again. You see him stop at uh, the corner of the tents and look out. You almost hear him talking, you think? But he's a little too far away for him to make it out. You get the impression he may have stopped to call to someone at a distance from him. And he continues in uh, his clockwise, uh, clockwise patrol around the cluster of tents. Um, okay. So you, you you get that there there seems to be a lone guard with one of uh, the dragon dogs um, okay. patrolling that cluster of tents at a rate of about five minutes uh, per time. Uh, per. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and you said it would take us just over maybe a minute to get closer, and then we could watch for a second? Uh, no, I mean, like, uh, so that, that, the position you're trying to get to is only about 100 feet away, like, you Um, can make that distance pretty quickly, um, it's just a matter of, uh, doing it when no one's looking. Okay. Okay, so, Kester, it looks like we might have an opportunity in just a few minutes after that, you see that guy there? Um, Mm -hmm. We, we could always, um, like, right after he leaves, stealth down, like, be sneaky, and peek over at, see if our buddies are in that uh, shadow area over there. Very well. I can go as myself. I could go as a stealthier beast. Ooh. I could even go disguised as one of their lizard creatures, if you'd like. Really? Uh, that actually... Now... The patrol guy, did he have a specific armor on? Or was this the guy with the big, like, glaive and 
Uh, all, all of the patrols that you have seen have been wearing the, um, the uniform that you, uh, that includes the, the crazy looking mask. Okay. Um, so he, he looks well armed and armored, uh, in leather armor. Okay. And are they like holding a leash of styles on that, that lizard creature or is it more they're just walking freely? Well, so he had one of the guard drakes, not... Oh. Yeah, the creature seems to be like seem to like heal, you know. Um, gotcha. Um. Okay. Yeah, I think that lizard creature. I mean, are they pretty sneaky? No, they're not. <laughs> um. I guess we could use that, and if like we get caught, I can just say, "Oh, I found you roaming the hills," and so. I was bringing you back to the, the... Have we seen, like, a pen area where these creatures have been kept? Uh, no, not on this side of the camp. You got the impression there might be one on the north end of the camp. Okay. But you haven't really gone to explore it specifically. So, I mean, at least it's a backup plan if we get caught. We could also try to prevent being caught by being sneakier. That's true. That's where maybe let's sneak down, and then if we feel like somebody's coming or something, you how, does it take long for you to turn into one of those? Not at all. Um, if you feel comfortable, I think that would be a smart route. Um, I support you. Okay. So let's just sneak down as ourselves, and I will wild shape if uh, we get the sense that shit's going down. All right, well, I need stealth checks from you, please. Guidance for my boy. Yes, thank you. Thank the maker. Uh, I got an 18. Um, so, uh, total 24. Total 24? Yeah. I'm checking your DC here. Man, I don't like Skype. Skype eats up a lot of processing power. Yeah. It makes everything slow. Breaks up a lot, too. Yeah. I think Duo was a little smoother in the audio and video, maybe. You can't use it on the laptop, Exactly. So it's like... Um, What about... I know, like, Roll20, when I was going through the tutorial, I said some things about... Discord on it. Is there videos or Discord? Yes. With it? What we did, what we did yesterday was we just used the Discord, like Discord for a voice chat. Like I plugged my headphones into my phone, uh, and that that worked really well. Like uh, there's still video through uh, Roll Twenty, um, which is useful. But honestly, if you have the audio, I think you, you can do without really if you need to. Um, <clears throat> But uh, uh, then again, we were talking over each other a lot, and being able to see each other helps prevent that. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, yeah. Uh, okay, so you, uh, Pez, you point out the guard's patrol, and you wait until a moment when he has just passed uh, so that you're out of his field of view, and the two of you very quickly and quietly uh, make your way. Uh, across the open ground toward the position of the captives. Um, you do not get the impression yet that you have been spotted. Elvin, for 
you have been suspended uh, just over the ground, tied hand and foot to a pair of wooden beams uh, sticking out uh, of the ground, uh, nailed to each other in this pattern. Um, your wrists hurt a lot. Your fingers are going numb. You really, really need to take a shit. And <laughs> no one has brought you any food or water. You are hurt, exhausted. Paper. Yeah. Uh, um, so for flavor, I'll let you be conscious and participate in role play. But for mechanical purposes, you are at zero hit points still. Um, so, so you are you are in no position to to fight whatsoever. Um, uh, and you're you're holding on. You're you're hanging there, thinking about your life and the decisions that brought you to this place, and whether or not you're ready to die in the morning. And suddenly, you see some figures beginning to approach, which is strange because nobody's come close to you since you were brought here and tied up. Uh, and then in dawns as you see that it is Pez with um, a uh, eccentric-looking human woman carrying a strange device made of crystal. Um, uh, they approach the area. Uh, the two of you approaching, you see that there are four such uh, setups of uh, cross beams, each with a uh, three. Mm, two of them with sorry no I'm trying to remember these races. You see a human, a half and a half elf and a full uh, uh, bound here. Uh, the halfling and the elf are both still completely unconscious. Um, the half elf and uh, the human look up at you as you approach. Um, <clears throat> give me just a moment to uh, read here so I can make sure I get everything right. Okay. I do have something after you're done reading, just when you're done. Uh, you can go ahead. Uh, what's the distance from the where we're at to, like, him hanging there? Melvin. Uh, Y'all's stealth check was to walk right up to him. So yeah, okay. we're there now. Okay, so, like, if I was to do, like, a healing word on him, it would... Be- yeah, you're... We're in range for that. Okay. And it's like, I, I would be quiet enough to where it's not like yelling the 60 feet. Um, yeah, I mean, you need to speak at normal volume to cast that spell. Okay. Uh, but you're, you're a good, um, I'm not looking at the map right now, but I think about 50 feet from the closest tent. Uh, so, okay. you know, okay, is as long as as you're not super showy now you, you do remember that, that that patrol is on about a five minute window so you don't have an infinite amount of time Okay. Um, I was more looking at uh, could I basically do like heal him while Kester like unties the others and then I untie him kind of like a we get all of them out together in that five minute window or would I feel like we would need to back off and come again or um, let me read this and get back to you. Okay. Okay. I am ready. You approach the prisoners. Um, Melvin looks up and, uh, 
as does the uh, uh, half-elf that is tied up for a moment, but he, he just kind of looks at you and then seems to pass out again. Okay. Um, everyone here has been badly beaten. What would you like um, How much time has passed? Uh, I mean, you guys just walked 100 feet, so we'll say, like, 12 seconds. Okay. Um... <laughs> Kestra, um, do you think we should go ahead and grab our companions and get back to a, a hiding spot? Yes, let's try. Let's go. Okay. Um, so I'm going to attempt to, I'm going to do, if you'll allow it, uh, a spell, uh, healing word is a bonus action. So could I do an action of like untying or cutting the ropes, whatever? Yeah, we're, we're, we're not an initiative right now, okay. so I'm not really worried about like, action economy. Like, yeah, you can cast Healing Word on uh, whoever roll you're healing. So I'll do Healing Mark Word on Melvin. Spells. Uh, that's seven. A four and a three. So four plus three. So seven total. Thank you. Cool. Um, and then cut him down. That's what I'll be doing. All right. Uh, what are you using? Do you have a knife mm -hmm. or a dagger on you? Uh, okay, I, yeah. You're... You're able to easily uh, cut through the uh, the ropes that bind and Melvin. You're you're free uh, from your captivity now. Uh, there remains Sarjor and uh, the person you assume is, or Melvin knows is uh, Leosin. I'm going to give that dagger to Melvin since he doesn't have anything. If that's okay. Sure. Uh, now, Melvin, uh, you haven't been disarmed or anything. Like you've you've still got like all your gear uh, on you. Oh. Okay. Okay. Never mind. He probably yeah, has. I think a I have. I have a dagger. You're good. Thank you, though. Okay. I have a small knife. But you guys, you guys take next uh, like minute and a half, and you you cut uh, the rest of your aloe, and you approach uh, the unfamiliar. To most of you, uh, half elf, um, he 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 sort of rouses and looks up at you, and he says, uh, "Well, Melvin, it is good to see you again, my friend." Melvin, are you ready to go? We have to leave. I not quite. It, I've, I've, I've failed to learn everything that I want to learn before I leave here. Uh, Is there anything I can do to help you before we go? Uh, We're just I, leaving? I, dude, I, 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 I think I, I will be alright. I, I, I think I can, I, can, I, can, I can take whatever they have for me. There is still so much to be learned. Really, they will not be leaving quickly. Can I do a medicine check on him? You sure can. So fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, he's been really badly hurt. His nose is broken. Uh, he is. He's got a few open bleeding cuts, like about his head. And um, he's behaving as if he might be a bit concussed. Um, <laughs> you get the impression he may be overestimating his uh, his capabilities at the moment. <laughs> Melvin, I don't think your friend is as sound of body and mind as 
he is playing off for us. We should get him out of here. Uh, I'll start petting him down. Um. Oh, well, I find I am unable to resist you, but I, I, I insist. I really am fine. You should, you should leave me to do reconnaissance. Uh, he, he continues to weakly protest, but he, he actually passes back out uh, before you entirely get the ropes undone from him. Good. Uh, so once once you um, so you get you get everyone untied and then uh, begin to make your way. Uh, well, I assume you you would want to go and hide again in the brush. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, need stealth checks from everybody. Um. Say. So, what is it? I was planning on uh, like giving a bardic inspiration to Melvin before, uh, if you allow it. If not, it's fine. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you had enough time to do that for okay. sure. So, uh, Melvin, you, you have a uh, bardic inspiration die that you can use for whatever you want within the next 10 minutes. What's your die reaching for? 1d6. I will guidance Pez. Sorry, I can't okay. do anything. Give me a stealth check. Thank you for the guidance. <laughs> You're welcome. I got a 17 here. 17. 18. All right. Four, 14. Okay. Uh, Sarjor and Finn both got um, 18. Nice. And Leosin. This bastard. <laughs> I mean, he's a monk. Oh, that's true. He's a monk that didn't roll very well, but... Of course. The rest of you are doing... But now I'm going to check the uh, perception of that guard. Cocked. <gasps> he rolled really poorly. Oh! <gasps> Uh, so you guys, uh, you sort of shepherd your, your injured companions, uh, to the, uh, shallow cave that you occupied just before climbing up here. Um, you get the impression that you were able to do so without being spotted. Uh, but you also would understand at this point that you have freed prompt prisoners and the camp will likely go on alert very soon as a result. What would you like to do? Um, we shouldn't rest at here this for point, long. The, the, Sorry, the primary task you have not yet completed is you have not freed any prisoners besides Leosin and your companions. Oh yeah, we were supposed to free like the townsfolk people, prisoners. You were you were offered an additional reward per head. Um, I would want to save them anyway. Yeah. Um, how much time has passed total from us, like before the guard would get back? Uh, you made it to the alcove you were hiding in and um, saw the guard. It turned back and saw the guard rounding the corner at that moment. Um, okay. So you're you're hidden at this point. You can, uh, well, judging by the pattern you. Got probably about uh, two and a half minutes before he rounds the corner and sees the empty posts. 
Okay. Uh, your projections, if nothing unusual happens. Would that be enough time to get potentially to that other prisoner area and try and free even one or two of them? Um... It won't be enough time to get, like, all the way there, but it'll be enough time to get most of the way there. Gotcha. But then there's potentially two guards that we know. Uh, sorry, Melvin, what are you saying? I could, uh, oh, I could send small objects hurling in the opposite direction to try to distract them. Distract. <laughs> yes. Send the guards the other direction and give us more, buy us more time. We're trying to get back into that work camp area now. Just, the, the other work camp, right? Yeah, to save the slaves or whatever. Okay. Would y'all. Would y'all like me to try that? Bennett wants me to do it. I mean, I guess I should. Um, I can also cover the area in. In fog, as Ooh. well, if we would like that. Um, mm. And is the prison camp, the the slave camp, um, how close to the point three or point two? Like, where is that on that map? Uh, so you see in the southwest where the plateau kind of crops out. It's right at the corner of that uh, small-scale map. It's where there are two tents by themselves. Oh, yeah. so it would be oh, somewhat okay. on the way out, in a way. It is essentially on your way out. Okay. Um, so, so do you want me to cast Catapult on a couple objects the opposite direction that we're going to go to cause a distraction, and then head up there, or what? Uh, maybe after, That's like, pretty much all let's, I got. let's get closer. How far will Catapult go? Uh, excellent question. I believe the range would be uh, 90 feet. Okay. So if we were closer, you could catapult it back towards the direction we were at right now. Just coming from. Yeah. To try and yeah, make it less. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. Like knock some tents over or something to be yeah. like, what the fuck's happening? And we just. Okay. Um, don't want me to do that. Just let me know. That's pretty much what I got besides damage. Though. Well, and I have Thunderclap as a cantrip. So that's going to be loud for. And it would echo. So, if I'm gonna go run to the restroom, but I can still hear you guys. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I think yeah. Let we could make our way. You could turn yourself into. How big are those lizard things that he could turn himself into? I mean, I want to say their size category is large. Um, so they they take up a, a ten foot square. Yeah, they're large. So maybe like we had talked about before, like us make our way. And you said it would take all the whole time going through the brushes stealthily. Is that correct? Um, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and I have it on recording. Oh, did I? I didn't mute it. <laughs> no. The <laughs> <laughs> good thing I didn't actually have to take a shit. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Skype everyone. Uh, yeah, so here's what I was thinking. Like, if we wanted to pass us off as cult members, I can do a giant lizard. Um, but if we want to be stealthier, I can do a panther too, 
and it's really fast. It can climb things. It has dark vision, and it's sneaky as fuck. So, and it would be better in a fight, I imagine. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a wash, honestly. But I well, I mean, compared to the lizard. Yeah, that's yeah. me too. Um, the lizard has more HP and a higher AC. Yeah, so maybe... So sorry about that. Let's make our way, and if we feel like we can get there in time... Um, now, when it's going to take two and a half minutes, you said, to get roughly most of the way there? Two, two and a half minutes is about how much time it will pass, you imagine, before your prison break is... Dis- so that's how long you have before the hue and cry goes out. Like, as far as what happens after that, you don't really know. Yeah. Um, so And you can get most of the way there in that time. Okay. Like, that, you'll still lack about 200 feet on getting to the actual prison camp. Well, let's get there, pause, and see what happens when they, the guard discovers that Leosin and Melvin and the others are missing and yeah. see how they react, and then we'll know if it presents a window to get into the slave camp. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. It's maybe when they start yelling out like, hey, these people are missing. Those guards, if there are any, will run off over there to help. So Possibly. Um, now, you said we're going to be moving stealthily. Could I potentially like kind of not m- try and cover our tracks as best as possible? Like us try and like walk single file and try and, I don't know. Um, are you proficient in the survival skill? Um, I believe so, but let me double check. Uh, no, I'm half proficient because jack of all trades, but I'm not proficient. I mean, based on jack of all trades, if you want to cut your speed from half to a quarter, you can do that. Um, do you guys think I should spend some time? Like, I'll slow us down a little bit. No, don't worry about it. Okay, let's get the heck out of here. Then I'm gonna follow you. You turn into whatever you feel is right, and uh, I, I I trust you. Um, okay. <clears throat> now, um, Melvin, I, I know I said some inspiring words to you. I was just wondering, did you happen to use? Did you use your bardic inspiration? I did. Okay. Um, uh, I, I think it might be better. If, okay. You know what? You're so smart, but you're not very sneaky, but I think you're going to be better this time. And I'm going to give him another bardic inspiration. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use your stealth checks from before for making Uh, your way over to uh, this point to to, uh, observe bardic inspiration. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So you make your way uh, and you get to the point that the, uh, the prison camp is within sight where you hear... Uh, an indistinct cry in the distance. Uh, a few moments pass, and then you you see a uh, hundred yards or so off, like a couple of small fires seem to be lit and uh, begin to move around. And then a couple more appear um, from the, the group of tents uh, closer to you. Um, be the the cluster that's just south of the prison camp, uh, and. Within a minute, if you wait, uh, you, you see about a dozen fires that appear to that are moving about as if they're on the end of torches uh, at various places in the camp. 
uh, it would seem that uh, the camp has gone on alert and you uh, has been discovered. Um, so you you are now uh, perched at a point just south of that uh, pile of scree there next to the um, the prison camp. Uh, mm. You are gonna have to leave stealth to get a very good vantage point. Uh, but you're you're all humans, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, so none of you have dark vision, <laughs> which means you make a perception check at disadvantage in the uh, the dim light to ascertain the situation at the prison camp. Uh, Pez, what do you need? Um, I don't want to look at the prison camp. I want to keep my eyes on the guards to see if any of them are going up into the brush to start searching in that area, if that can be my perception. Sure. Okay. Um, why don't you go ahead and do that one? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's really hard for you to tell, like, um, I can't see your entire hands, Joel. <laughs> oh, eight, sorry. Eight. Uh, and that was, uh, what about you, Kestra? Uh, fourteen. Okay. Uh, so Pez, it's, it's too dark, there's too many lights, you can't, you can't really keep track of it from your position. Okay. Uh, Melvin, you're still dazed from your experience in captivity. One of your eyes is kind of bruised and swollen shut. Um, you're having trouble seeing much of anything. Uh, but Kestra, looking out at the prison, um, you sort of take a moment and focus your attention. And uh, you see... Um, <clears throat> you can't see the entire prison camp, but there is uh, there are two tents. One of them is a bit larger than the other. Uh, and, and you can see a fence sort of behind them, but can't quite see what's beyond that. Uh, standing at the entrance to one of the tents uh, is a is a uh, lone man in one of the elaborate masks who's well-armed, and uh, with him, one of the, uh, the dragon dog creatures. But that is all that you observe outside of the tents at the prison camp. In this position. And he's stationary, um, like at a post, or is he moving around? He is standing beside the opening to the larger of the two tents. Uh, okay. And he, he seems to be posted at that point. Um, make an insight check. Uh, Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Uh, he's sort of shifting uncomfortably and looking about at his surroundings. Uh, in a way that suggests that he perhaps doesn't feel like he has the backup he needs should trouble arise where he is. Uh, Pez. Um, is he in between the tent and the prison? Uh, you're muted, oh, Andrew. Sorry. Um, is is that guard in between like the tent and the, the slave quarters, or is he in between the, the tent and the... like? the area we stole them from because aren't you they opposite you don't know what the slave quarters are or whether they exist you He's have just in front of the larger of the two tents yeah those tents are by the fenced in uh like work yard where you have seen prisoners laboring but you haven't seen necessarily a slave quarters oh, that gotcha. you know of okay 
that makes sense. I see only one god present with one of those beasts, and he looks nervous. We could perhaps rush in and take him quietly. Yes, we could use one of those masks. Um, I could put that on, and if you turned into a lizard, uh, we could potentially make off with disguises. We could, yes. Could try that. But don't we still have the cultist robes? You do. Okay. Now those are different from the robes worn by uh, the heavily armed guards that you've seen, but you do have cult robes. We could like go to in and, and say that we need to inspect to make sure all the prisoners are accounted for. That's my thought. So, okay. so you're thinking we take out this guard, I put on the gear, and I uh, we walk in and pretend like we're inspecting to make sure this area hasn't been compromised? The problem is getting them out. We'll, we'll have to engage him in combat or send him away or something. True. Um, how big is that foggy area that you talked about being able to make? It's 20 feet. 20 foot radius sphere. Um... Uh, I'm, I'm down to do whatever you think is smartest. Um, I support the group. So. I, I think a disguise will get us in there with easily, but the problem of getting out remains unless we can figure out some way to send him away. Um, have Do we have roughly a count of how many slaves we've seen so far? Like during the day? Um, I'm going to let the dice decide. Uh, uh, you, you've seen, um, like, you remember seeing about ten people out working during the day. Um, <clears throat> so to sneak ten people is going to be pretty hard. Okay. Um, I think we could use that mask whether we sneak in to save those people or at another time. It's going to come in handy. Um, so, I mean, would you guys want to try and overtake that prisoner real quick? Or that guard? Is that something we could do stealthily? It seems like the best option. I'm not very sneaky, but I have range. Yeah, that's where I, I could go in, and if I get close enough, I could do some stuff to, you know, just make him feel real bad. Now, hurt him a little bit, but just to make Kestra have a chance to, to be able to maybe have a better opportunity against him. That sounds fine. All right, I'm going to turn into a panther. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So the rest of you are kind of startled as uh, Kestra kneels down and as she she has to go on all fours. Her body changes into the form of uh, a panther. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh wow! Um, okay, Kestra, uh, 
you go ahead and lead the way. And once I'm close enough, I'm going to do something that will... Uh, I'm going to do vicious mockery at him. And uh, are we... What's your range on that? Uh, 60 feet. 60 feet. Okay. Uh, so y'all, y'all, are, y'all are charging in to attack then? Oh no. I will Stop stand uh, pretty far back because my range for firebolt's 240 feet, so... Oh yeah, it's in range firebolt right now. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till I see the panther get a little closer. Um, yeah, I, I will say um, from your current range with no, no dark vision, given that everything oh, is okay. dim at night, um, if you are outside of there's probably. Sp- Specific rules for this, but we'll say within 60 feet, you can see well enough that your attack roll won't have disadvantage. Outside okay. of that distance, uh, you're going to be rolling at disadvantage. That's fair. So you could creep get within cl- that range. Yeah, we could go side by side. That way, you know, we're stronger together. Since we both I'm going to start stealthing up while they're talking about things because yeah. I want to get close. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So y'all, y'all are trying to get a, sur- a surprise round, I assume. Correct. Right. Yep. Okay. I would like one at least. I don't. I, uh, I want to get within twenty feet of them stealthily. Um, now the people that we like, uh, uh, Finn and Sarjor, they're stable and they're able to walk, but they're not able to fight. Correct. Um, yeah, let's I'm just say not going to run absent PCs. Yeah, um, that's what I mean. Like, they're not. They're going to stay back with us, basically behind us or something. They're they're not a factor. I'm talking okay. about them. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Everyone that wants a surprise round needs to give me a stealth roll. You still have a bardic inspiration? So. Yes, I do. I will use it for this. Don't worry. Woo! Thank God. Uh, 18. 18? Yeah. 24. Wow. My panther. That's true. God damn it. No. 11. With bardic? With God. Yes, with guidance. <laughs> well, or your you boy did a rolled a three, and his pet is going to take forever to pull up because Skype is eating up all of my CPU, so uh, we'll call that a ten. So y'all are fine. <laughs> as far as you know, uh, please give me initiative. Oh, yes! I'm gonna I got a 22 I'm gonna go pee real quick don't take your mic with you (laughs) (laughs) I forgot I had my airpods in I'm sorry (laughs) Uh, you said I'll still be able to hear you guys and I was like are we still gonna be able to hear you (laughs) well I came back over because I usually keep it on mute we we have been talking so I thought I yeah it's already muted so I just went and did my business sorry (laughs) Demon at Andrew's house. Uh-huh. 
I have a five on initiative. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's surprising. Okay. So we got. Sorry, I'm tr- trying to pull up my stat blocks on my phone since my tablet's kind of unreliable right now. Um, Okay, so 25 to 20. Pez, you're 22? 22. Okay. Uh, Hi. Uh, 20 to 15. It's okay. Surprise round. We got this. <laughs> uh, 15 to 10. What? <laughs> Ten to five. Five. Okay. Uh, what's your score, Melvin? You're muted. Nine. Can you hear me? Nine? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nine. Sorry. Yeah, you better be. Can you hear me now? Okay. Um, Pez, you're up. Um... Okay, so what I would like... We'll we'll start combat uh, with all of you 60 feet away from your uh, quarry. Okay, so what I would like to do, if you'll allow it, is the plan was to let um, Kester get close enough before, like, us attacking. Yeah, I was trying to sneak to be within 20 feet before trying to attack anything or, like, starting combat. Okay. I mean, I can use the surprise round to move closer if you want, but uh, uh, no, that 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 seems fair. Twenty feet seems good. It's dark. You're uh, um, okay. say that again. Um, so what I would like to do is when I see Kestra, I would like to hold an action of uh, doing vicious mockery on mm-hmm. the person, the guard. Uh, when I see Kestra close enough to where she'll be able to attack, I'm going to just say, uh, okay, you broke up there. I didn't hear anything after the word attack. Okay. Um, when I see Kestra about to pounce or whatever, uh, close enough to attack, I want to cast vicious mockery at the guard. Okay. Um, which will require a wisdom saving throw of 13 or higher. Um, but I want to say, so you're, you're holding your reaction to cast vicious mockery when Kestra enters melee range with the guard. 
Yeah, basically within okay. ten feet or so of him. Yeah. Go ahead and use and it. Go ahead and use it. Okay. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and use it. Why wait? Okay. Yeah, uh, I'll go ahead and use vicious mockery on him, and I'll say, "All right." Because uh, he, you said he looked like he was kind of nervous because he was alone. Is that correct? Kestra noticed that you did not. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, well, I'll just peek out at him, and to the tune of "With the Arms Wide Open," I'll say, "You're all alone, and no one's come to help." Okay, and I'm done. <laughs> uh. So at that point, you see the guard perk up and look in your direction, but he rolls a natural 20 on his wisdom save, so he kind of just, like, looks confused for a second <laughs> and then scared at everyone attacking. <laughs> um, of course. Anything else on your turn, Pess? You're 60 feet away from him at this point. Um, <clears throat> let me double-check my bonus actions. I don't think I have anything. Um, yeah. Uh, I will... I'll move 30 feet closer to him. All right. Um, All right. So you're now 30 feet away from the guard, and I'm tired of calling them, like, dragon dogs and stuff. They're called guard drakes. You guard just don't drake. know that in character. Okay. Um, so you're you're 30 feet away from uh, both of these figures. Is there anything uh, I can hide And they behind? are right next to the infant. Say that again? Is there anything I could, like, kind of duck behind at all? Like... No, okay. you're in the open. Okay. Uh, that brings us to... All right. It's at this point... No, no, no. This is your prize round. So you didn't get your turn. Melvin, you're up. Uh, just I'll cast a firebolt when I get within the 60-foot range. Uh, okay. So you are 60 feet away. You're casting it at the guard? Yes. Okay, uh, give me an attack roll. Natural 19 plus 5, 24. 24, that'll hit. Give me damage. We just have to get 24 or higher to hit every time, guys. We're good. Ooh. That's a 10 on the D10, so that's 10 fire damage. Nice. Very nice. That's uh, kind you, of your firebolt hits him center mass, and his whole torso lights up, and flame begins to lick at his, his armor uh, and uh, the cloth cloak that he wears over it. Um, that brings us to Kestra. Yes. Or, sorry, anything else interesting, Melvin? You want to move closer or stay where you are? I'll stay where I'm at. Turn. Uh, all right. I will. Run 20 feet straight at him and pounce. So, so I'm going to make a claw attack against the human first. Uh, all right. Your attack roll. It is a natural 20. Yes! Okay, That'll definitely hit. Roll your damage. Or get him, get him, get him. Five. Uh, that's going to be eight damage. Uh, okay, how do you want to do it? Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right, uh, so I you just like the image and the crit in the same surprise round. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, I I just like run and pounce, and I've like I'm not used to my strength in panther form yet. So I I leap at him and I kind of overshoot it and like just claw straight through his neck, fleshy neck, and he bleeds out. Um, 
Okay, so I guess I don't get the pounce feature if he's dead. <laughs> uh, There's yeah. the animal next to him, right? Right, but it's like against them. So if I move that 20 feet, they do a strength saving throw and get knocked prone. And if they get knocked prone, I get a bonus action attack. But Fuck yeah. It's uh, all against the one target. I think. <sighs> uh, yeah, yeah. You missed, you missed yeah. the bonus attack. Yeah, uh, I crit it. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with killing him in one shot. Yeah. Uh, anything else on your turn, then? You are now in melee with the, the uh, guard Drake as well. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Okay. Uh, that brings us back to the top of normal initiative, um, which means, Pez, you're up again. Okay. Eight feet away from your orchestra and panther form, a dead... Uh, uh, cult guard and um, a guard drake. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm gonna look at the guard drake and to the tune of with arms wide open again. I'm gonna say, "You're just a guard drake, and you're, you're all alone." Vicious mockery again. So, uh, wisdom saving throw. Uh, it's a it's a natural nineteen Mother- there, but. Rolling, I'm rolling fire on these saves. It's because you're using a Creed song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the Curse of Scott stat. Um. Okay. Uh, no one has ever been affected emotionally by Scott stat, and so vicious mockery will always fail. <laughs> uh, uh. I will. Um. I'll stay where I'm at, uh, or it, could I potentially, like, how far from the tent am I? Uh, and that's about five feet behind the guard drake. I mean, it's standing, like, right next to the opening of the tent, such that you would have to get in melee with the guard drake to go into the tent. Okay. Um, You're 35 feet from the opening. Gotcha. Um, and as far as my companions, uh, Kestra is like in melee with the Drake. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna get in melee with the Drake. I'm gonna do it. Okay. And so uh, you yeah. you rush right up into uh, the the fray. Um, yeah, I want to be right, the side. So it is now. Sorry. Say that again. Can I, like, when I'm in melee, am I beside the tent to where I have some type of cover from other areas? No. No? Okay. Um, you don't have any type of cover. You are still in the open. Uh, it is the guard drake's turn. Seeing. Uh, yeah, it's going to identify the panther as the biggest threat to it right now. Well, of course. All right. So it is going to make. <laughs> One attack with its bite and one with its tail against you, Kestra. You bite first. That's 23 to hit. Nope. Yeah, my Panther AC is 12, so. Alright. Ooh. Man. So you take 11 piercing damage. Wow. Nice. Uh, And. So it, it, it 
bites you, backs off, and then swings its tail around to hit you. Um, but that's a natural one, so it misses. Uh, and it is going to stay in melee with Kestra and um, Pez. Brings us to Melvin. You're 60 feet away from all of this. So has he taken any damage yet? Have I seen a hit, get him get hit? No. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> um, then I'll just cast uh, Ray of Frost at it. Okay. That's an attack roll, right? Yes. 18. Um, that will hit. Give me damage. D4. That sucks. One. One. Cold damage. Yeah. But uh, his speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next turn, and that'll be my turn. Okay. Esther, you're up. Uh, uh, Pez on deck. I'm going to try to grapple this thing. Panther tackle. Okay. Okay. Give a, uh, I guess, athletics. Yeah, just like Contested. I got a 17. Uh, it rolled a 6. So um, you managed to... Yeah, I'll say you, you jump atop it and, and bite the nape of its neck in a way that holds it in place but doesn't necessarily damage it. Um, anything else on your turn? Uh, unless you want to allow me to try to like use my movement to drag it a little bit. I don't know how the rules... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that when you have something grappled, you can drag it at half movement speed, can't you? Half movement speed? I believe so. Yeah. Um, I just don't know about the action. Okay. Yeah, so I'll, I'll move it, uh, around away from the entrance to the tent. I'll drag it. Okay. About 20. Like around the... Sure. Now, um, I'll describe your, uh, surroundings in more detail now that you're closer. Uh, so you, you have the two tents. One is a bit larger than the other, and that one will be represented by, uh, of the two tents, that's the one on the right is larger. Okay. That's the one you're fighting. Um, in, in front of, uh, it faces that pile of... So that's behind, behind you, right? Uh, ahead of you, on the other side of these tents, uh, more toward the center of the camp, uh, you see a an enclosed area. There's a, a crude fence built around it. Uh, it's about 100 feet by 50 feet um, rectangular. Uh, you don't see anyone in that. Uh, you do see, like, off to your right and uh, beyond the prison camp um, among those tents, uh, you see torches moving about, but nothing coming immediately in this direction. Uh, so you're trying to drag the, um, the guard drake between those, those two tents, Kyle? Yeah, I just want to get them away from the entrance so that people can move in and out without provoking opportunity. Uh, uh, yeah, you're able to pull in 20, 20 feet um, uh, uh, away from the entrance. Um so you, you have accomplished that. And uh, let's see, do you get opportunity attacks against a creature that is moving against its will? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't think so. Uh, cool. Anything else on your turn? Nope, that's it. All right. 
that brings us to Pez. Kestra has just dragged the guard, uh, Drake, uh, about 20 feet away from you. You're standing alone by the entrance to the tent. Uh, I'm going to move up to it to get back in melee and try and take a swipe at it with my rapier. All right. Give me an attack roll. Uh, 17 plus 4, so 21. That'll hit damage. All right. Uh, uh, four plus 2, so 6 uh, slashing damage. Alrighty. Um, and, um... They, it would still get an opportunity to attack, though, if it's grappled, correct? Yeah, all grappling does is drop its speed to zero. Yeah, so I'll just stay there in melee with my rapier out in front of me. Okay. Uh, that brings us to the guard Greg's turn. He is going to try to get free from Kestra's grapple. Uh, 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 need a athletics check from you, Kestra. It's only a nine. Uh, yeah, so the the panther is not quite as big as the guard drake, and it begins to twist and writhe, and it, it manages to loose uh, rip around its neck, uh, and it, it stands up and squares off against you, uh, and that's its turn, which brings us to Melvin with Kestra on deck. All right, um, I'll get uh, Kestra. Has taken the guard Drake further away from you, so if you want to attack it, you're going to have to move uh, about 20 feet closer. Yeah, that's fine. I'll move 20 feet closer, and I would like to see. I would like to cast Toll the Dead on it, so I need a Wisdom saving throw. All right, it needs to be the 13. Uh. uh. Rolled a natural 14. So that takes no damage. Yeah. Anything else? That's it. Okay. Um, Kestra, you're up. Pez on deck. I will try to bite the motherfucker. Alright. That's only a six. Not gonna work out. You you manage to get your teeth on him, but his his scales are just too hard. You don't uh, you don't make contact meaningfully. Um, staying in melee, just like real life. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll stay in melee. Right. Pez. Okay. Um. So I'm still in melee, correct? Yes. Okay. Um. And the only damage I've seen it take is mine, so... Um, I'm going to do another swipe at it with the rapier. Um, so. Roll to attack. Uh, natural 17 again, so that's 21. Can that give me damage? D8. There we go. Uh, 8 plus 2, so 10 total. 10, very nice. Uh, uh, anything else on your turn? Uh, no, I'm going to stand there ready to 
now Kestra has is behind him and I'm in front of him. Is that correct? Uh, like face -to -face. Uh, you're both in melee with him. I I haven't been like differentiating okay. because I'm not keeping it on a grid. Uh, you can be that way if you want. Yeah, basically, I want to be able to. It, you said we were pushing him in between two tents, correct? Well, Kestra was just dragging it away from the entrance of the tent, so people um, could go in if they wanted to. Okay. So we'll say she's kind of dragged it away from the entrance, and you're most of the way toward the other tent. Basically, I want to try and block its path as best as possible with, yeah, staying in melee. Sure. Okay. That's my turn. Uh, um, all right. Uh, that brings us to the guard Drake's turn. He's going to make... Uh, well, Pez has been doing more damage to it at this point, so he's going to turn and attack you, Pez. Um, what is your AC? Mine? No, Pez is... It's not 31. One, do you mean? <laughs> okay. Uh, so it is going to connect with its bite. You take eight piercing damage. Then it swings its tail at you. Uh, but it misses. And that brings us to Melvin with Kestra on deck. I, it hasn't moved at all, right? So I don't need to move any no. closer? Okay. No, you're still 60 feet away from it. You can sidle like closer to the large tent if you would like to. Please, yeah. Just get closer to the tents and I'll try again. Yeah, for, so you're uh, able to circle around in a way that keeps the guard drake 60 feet away from you, but you're 20 feet closer to the tent. Perfect. <clears throat> so can I get another wisdom saving? About 20 feet away from the entrance to that. I'm sorry, what? Uh, can I get another wisdom saving throw? I'm going to try Toll the Dead again. Okay. What's your DC? 13. Wisdom. Complete the damage. You rolled a 10. Yeah. Oh, fucking A. <laughs> One necrotic damage. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. fucking turn. I'll just hang my head. That's turn. <laughs> um, sorry, would you... Um... Would you read the description of Toll the Dead and see what kind of noise it makes? Uh, you point at one creature you can see within range. Sound of a bell. Fuck. Fills the air around it for a moment. So around the creature. Does it, does it say anything about you can hear out to X distance? No, it literally just says you point at one creature you can see within range and the sound of a Dolores bell fills the air around it for a moment. Uh, well, well, spells and effects that uh, have significance do go out of their way to describe that, so effect it has. Uh, but it, it, yeah, it sounds, it sounds more like a, a little bell being rung near the creature than it does like a huge church bell going off. Okay. Um, cool. Anything else on your turn, Melvin? No, sir. Alrighty, that's going to bring us to Kestra with Pez on deck. Kestra will bite. 
Roll to attack. Hey, 19 this time. All right. Hey, give me damage. Six. Cool. The guard Drake is beginning to look uh, worse for wear. Um, that it for your turn? That is it. Pez, you're up. Uh, you're in melee with a Drake. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna do it again. Um, uh, right. I'm gonna Roll. take a swipe at it. Yeah. Uh, uh, will a fifteen hit? Yep. Right. Give me damage. Uh, it's only four slashing damage. Okay. Anything else? Uh, just gonna smile and that's it. Or, or I'll look at uh towards uh, Melvin and uh, kind of like wave him in a little bit to come closer. And all right, so Mel, you see Pez waving you toward the guard Drake away from the tent. Um, uh, it is the guard Drake's turn. It is going to, uh, is twist around and bite at Kestra. And that will hit with a 16. Kestra, you take another 11 piercing damage. That is going to drop me out of panther form. All right. So Kestra uh, reverts to the form of a human woman uh, as the star drake clamps down on her, her forearm. Uh, as it twists around to bite Kestra, Pez, uh, the guard drake la uh, lashes out at you with its tail. But it rolls a natural one, so it does not... Um, and that is its turn. Melvin, you're up. Kestra on deck. All right. I will continue stepping forward and cast Jim's magic missile. So make three ranged spell attacks. Yes. Kill this bastard. Right. Roll. Okay. All right. What am I adding to that? Plus five. So that's going to be a 15, a 14, and a 9. Two of those hit. Alright, so the first one. So that's eight force damage for the first one. Wait, no, no, I'm sorry. Four force damage for the first one. Okay. And five force damage for the second. For a time. Total of nine. Nine force damage. Alright. Uh, and sorry, we'll read the description of that spell and see if it describes its visual effects at all. I create three twisting, whistling, hypoallergenic, gluten-free darts of magical force. Uh, that gonna hit? If it rolls a crit. If the attack any one missile? No, nothing about a sound. They're just okay. gluten free and hypoallergenic. 
All right. Uh, magical force doesn't necessarily describe light, so we'll 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 say that doesn't make a dramatic visual impression uh, from a distance. Um, <clears throat> cool. The uh, the guard drake uh, as as it impact as those bolts of energy impact the guard drake sort of falls on one of its knees and gets back up. It's beginning to look very hurt. Uh, anything else on your turn? No, I'll, just, I'll move a little bit closer towards them. Towards them? Okay, how much closer? You're about 40, 60 feet away from them and like 40 from the 10. I'll move 20 feet closer. Okay. Um, that brings us to Kestra with Pez on deck. Uh, back in normal form. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a step back. Risk an opportunity attack. Which the break is going to take, but it misses. Yeah? Cool. Uh, yeah, your AC is above 11. Yeah, 15. Oh, okay. So, uh, it misses. In that case, I will magic stone some stones for my bonus action and then attack with one of them. Cool. cool. Roll. God damn it. Uh, 14. Uh, that connects. Oh, really? Yeah. That's going to be six damage. Okay. Uh, he is looking very, very rough. Anything else on your turn? That's it. Uh, all right. Uh, Pez, you're up. Um, I'll take another swipe with my rapier. Roll to attack. Uh, and that's a natural 20. Yes. All right. Uh, roll your damage. I think it's a D8. Uh, eight total. Rolled three, so double that. Uh, how would you like to kill it? Uh, you said it was kneeling down, so I'm going to take my rapier and just swipe it across its neck to clean its head off. So. All right. So yeah, as the uh, the guard Drake staggers from the impact of Melvin's uh, magical missile, and uh, um. <clears throat> further reeled as uh, a bit behind its head with a stone, you take the opening to sweep your rapier up and cleave its head from off its shoulders. Uh, it falls over uh, dead, and you see a, a plume of steam as its life's blood leaks from its bloody stump. Uh, you're out of combat. Um, can I get you all to make a perception check, please? That is a 10 for me. 10. 3 for Pez. 16. Uh, okay. Uh, so you you all take just a moment after combat to uh, look out around the camp and assess the situation. Uh, Pez and, and Kestra are a little too um, shaken from their encounter 
uh, to take in much yet, but Melvin, you notice uh, that the groups of uh, what you assume are torch fires uh, now seem to be coalescing into more organized groups and beginning to move in a deliberate way, uh, but you don't see any immediately headed in this direction. What would you like? It seems like they're they're organizing. We we should be quick. They don't seem to be heading this way yet. Then let's get out as many as we can. Um, how long would it take me to search that guard that we killed and to recover the mask? That's what I'm I'm trying to get the mask. Uh, I mean, it'll probably take you a solid like minute to to really shake him down and get his mask off. Um. Other than that, he's carrying a mundane scimitar. Um, I'm going to go in about it in less than more minutes to just trip him with his armor. Um, yeah, so, okay. Uh, you guys go ahead. I'm going to meet you. How far are we from that entrance to the, um, the slave well, area? The, the guard is right by the entrance. That's where you killed him. Right now, you're standing about 20 feet away from the entrance. Um, Next to the corpse of the guard, Drake. Unless you want to move, um, could I? Would in that minute time, would I be able to like pull his body over to where the guard Drake is and take them like do the searching then? Or uh, I'm gonna make you roll a stealth check if you want to like take a bunch of time and rearrange stuff outdoors in the middle of the camp, being combed by people with torches while you're trying to escape with a group of like twenty people. No, I'll just go with them. We don't need the mask. That seems so. like what you should do. You yeah. should probably do that. Um, <clears throat> what do I see in the big tent when I go in? Uh, so walking into the big tent, you notice that uh, it, it, it's the, the floor inside has sort of been worn to dirt, and there are wooden posts that have been driven into the ground with uh, rough iron rings that have been driven into the posts and attached to these rings are chains on the other end of which are shackled uh it looks like enslaved prisoners um in this tent you see eight people uh so bound uh they are all awake uh cowering with their eyes toward the opening of the tent when you enter uh, and they regard you with silent fear as you walk into the space Stay calm. We're trying to get you out of here. We came from Greenest. Uh, roll persuasion with advantage, please. Uh, is a nine. A nine? Yeah. Uh, they they don't react really in any strong way, they, they continue to look afraid. Um, but uh, they, they don't really have any recourse as you approach them. Um, it, uh, as you move toward the, the nearest one, like she, it's a, a human woman. You know, she looks to in her late 30s, um, wearing common clothes, but they are ragged and dirty as if she's been engaged in hard labor. Uh, for quite a while, she she sort of whimpers and shies away as you begin to inspect her chains. Um, the chains are, are heavy, rusty, 
they have what looks like a, a fairly simple lock on them, but they are uh, bound closed with a lock. Um, you will have to find some way to undo that or, or to uh, remove the chain from its post. Pez, what do you need? Um, can I attempt? Now, is it a, a lock for each slave or one lock for the whole chain? Uh, uh, we'll simplify things, and if you're gonna do, like, some kind of check, we'll do it, like, um, one for, yeah, let's do one check for the, the whole group, if you're gonna try to... I'm gonna try and lockpick it. Get them out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now it's going to take you a good, like, five minutes at least to get everybody. Kestra, should I try and, uh, save these people by unlocking it, or what would you like me to do? Yes, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to try and unlock it. Yeah, I want you to roll. You have thieves tools, correct? Correct. Proficient as well. Okay, cool. Roll your thieves tools. Okay. Uh, for sleight of hand, correct? Or, sorry, thieves tools is, thieves tools. is proficiency plus dex? Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's the same. Uh, 16 total. 16? Uh, yeah. You're able to get the, uh, the locks off, no problem. And you even, uh, get it done a little bit quicker than you expected okay, to. Good. Uh, like, the, you're regarded with suspicion at first, but by the time you've gotten a couple more, uh, prisoners unlocked, they, they seem to have, uh, come around to your side a little more. One of them approached you, uh, a young man, um, these are, these are all humans, these prisoners. Uh, he has, um, excuse me, just a sec. <clears throat> uh, he, he, he looks like he hasn't bathed in weeks. The smell in this tent is awful. Uh, and, and he's, he's covered in dirt. He, but he, he walks sheepishly up to you and he says, there are four more People in the the other tent. Uh, I hear noises outside. Are, are, are you trying to rescue everyone? As many as we can. Yes. Um, well, there, there, there are more in the other tent. Are you going to lead us out, or should we run? Let's go together. Um, Kestra, do you think uh, you could help them? Maybe like one, give them that scimitar from that guard, and uh, maybe Melvin could come in with me to the other tent. That way. In case something happens, I have some backup. I'll start leading them out to our, our cave we were in before, and, okay. and you go into the other tent. Okay, here's here's my dagger, if one of you can use it. Um, and I'm going to give my dagger to one of them, just in case. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to make my way with Melvin if he goes with me, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll go with All right, to try okay. and free the others. So you're going to the other tent. Uh, roll thieves tools again. It's a similar setup. Uh, it looks more like it looks less like they were keeping these groups apart for a reason, and more like they just had two tents that weren't the right size. And there's eight of them in that area as well. Uh, there's four in this one. Gotcha. Can I keep an eye out for the torch to make sure the torches aren't coming near us? Um, uh, yeah, make another perception check. Um, my roll was a natural 16, uh, so that'll be 20 total. Sure. What's your perception, Melvin? Not natural 20. Okay. Uh, looking 
looking out, you would see that there is now a uh, group of about six torchlights torch that seem to be moving in this general direction. They're about 200 feet away, uh, moving at what seems to be a normal walking pace. Uh, your roll was 16, Andrew? Correct, 20 total. Okay. So you you uh, managed to pretty quickly, given your recent practice, uh, you get everybody in here unlocked, and they sort of similarly uh, group together and look to you for guidance. Um, come on, guys, uh, follow me. I just saved you, so let's go. Uh, and I'm going to lead them with Melvin back to where Kester said we are going to the cave. All right, all right. So you managed to lead all of the captives back to uh, back through the brush into the shallow cave where you initially hid. Uh, um, I assume now you want to begin making your way out of the camp. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Once we. Uh, so. All right. So we're going to make. All right. This is going to be a series of three stealth checks contested by perception checks on the part of church parties in the camp. Uh, um, if you are willing to incur a fourth stealth check, you may make all of your stealth checks at advantage as you creep through the brush and utilize the caves for cover to avoid the notice of your would-be Your choice. So three normal or four with advantage? Correct. I would say four with advantage, but it's up to you guys. Yes, let, let's do four. Oh, uh, round one. Yes. Natural good. Sorry, go ahead. So, uh, 25. Or, sorry. 20? 24. Four. Four total, Melvin? 14 total, sorry. 14. Okay. And then uh, 20 for me. Okay, you you make it uh, about a quarter of the way, you estimate, estimate toward the entrance to the camp uh, without accident. Round two. Whoo, thank you for advantage. <laughs> Castro? A 21. Okay. Um, 23. Excellent. 15. Okay. You've made it about halfway out without accident. <clears throat> Round. Oh. oh, that's not good. Oh. Nine. Uh, eighteen. Eight. 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 Y'all are lucky they rolled really poorly to notice you that round. <laughs> All right, last one, boys. Yes. Non-natural 20. 14. 19. 19. Uh, <clears throat> as you are making your way for the last uh, 
uh, leg through the camp, passing through the portion at the entrance to the camp where you observed the kobolds uh, ransom living quarters. Uh, one of your uh, freed prisoners slips for a moment outside of cover, and you hear uh, cries in a strange language uh, as some kobolds begin to chirp to each other. A band of six kobolds accosts the group of you. Um, roll for initiative. Damn. So your situation is about 100 feet behind the kobold. Is the uh, official gate the sort of place where the, the horseshoe plateau opens and you can sort of escape in any number of directions, but six bolts stand between your group and that. Um, and uh, about 200 feet behind you, the, the camp is alive now with torchlight as uh, a, a search for the freed prisoners has begun. Um, so... Pull up the stat block for kobolds. And just to make sure, you said that the uh, the guards, the fires, the torches, we can see are how far behind us at this point? Uh, you, you can see it's about 100 feet uphill. Um so you, you can't quite see the whole camp, but, but it's, it's become pretty active at this point, and some large fires have been lit. Uh, it's clear that a full-scale search has been launched throughout the camp. Okay. Uh, and I need initiative. 25 to 20? Twenty to fifteen. Nineteen. Okay. Eighteen for Melvin. All right. Uh, um, Kestra, what's your initiative? Five. Five. Get good. <laughs> Uh, and there are six kobolds, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. All similarly armored and basic, I'm guessing. Kobolds are kobolds. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. It is, however, their turn first. Uh, and let's see, each of you is going to take two attacks as they just rush into melee with you right away, identifying you as the active combatants of the party. Um, Pez, you're up first. What's your AC? 13. 13. Uh, so you will take one hit from that group. 
and it's going to be three piercing damage. Uh, let's see, Melvin's up next. What's your AC? Thirteen. Neither of the attacks aimed at you hit. Kestra, neither of the attacks aimed at you hit. That is the kobold's turn. Each of you is in melee with two kobolds. What would you like to do? Uh, sorry, uh, as it's your turn. Um, now, are we like side by side? Is that how this is? And you're like 10 feet apart from each other. Is there a way, like the... So there's two in melee with me. Uh, I'm so I could do thunderclap if I wanted to, and it's not going to hit my allies. Is that correct? Uh, correct. Yeah. Uh, and you said it was at least a hundred feet from us, the closest guards. I said they were about uh, two hundred feet behind you. Okay, because thunderclap says up to a hundred feet away. So. Okay. So that's where I want to make sure before I did that. So I'm going to do a thunderclap to try and take out both kobolds. Uh, I need constitution saving throws. All right. Uh, what's your DC? 13. All right, so one of them fails. Okay, the one that fails takes the damage, the other one does not. Uh, and that's a six. Thunder six. So you uh, let loose your thunder. your thunderclap. And one of the kobolds immediately just splatters. Um, so you have removed one combatant. Uh, and I'm gonna, uh, anything in your pass? Uh, just to make sure, I could do healing word on myself, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do a bonus action of healing word and just say. I'm so strong and so fast and no, I'm now feeling better. And he'll... Shut up. <laughs> okay. Um, Restore your hit points. Uh, Melvin, you're up. On deck. So if I remember correctly, doing a ranged spell attack when I have somebody in melee with me is a disadvantage? Mm-hmm. Even if I'm hitting another creature? Yeah. Yeah, it represents, you know, like you're trying to aim at something beyond it while somebody's trying to stab you. Alright, I'll just have to do... Damn, that's gonna fuck me up. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to hit him with my staff then, because... It's a big old staff. Well, hang on. And it's so um, hard. I could do pull the dead on the one that, um, yeah, it's not going to help me, though. You can pull the dead on the one right next to you. So. Yeah, okay. Um, a wisdom saving throw, DC 13, for the one next to me. Uh, uh, that is going to be... A seven. So give me damage. This undamaged. So for Toll the Dead, I think that'll still eight. be like the lower team. Yeah, eight. It'll be an eight. A D8. Oh, uh, no, five. Five on a D8, sorry. Five necrotic damage. Five. Uh, yeah, so you, there's there's the sound of a, a, a 
low-frequency chime over one of the kobolds, and its eyes go blank, and it crumbles. Um, you've removed yet more kobold. Uh, that'll be... That'll be turn. Cool. Castra. Uh, I uh, am going to Earth Trimmer, so the two of them that are near me need deck saving throws. Okay. Uh, uh, what's your DC? 13. Uh, yeah, they both take the damage. Sick. It's going to be six damage, and they would be knocked prone if they weren't going to die. You know they did. <laughs> yeah, the, the, um, the, your earth trimmer breaks up the ground near you, and uh, the two of them both fall over and brain themselves on rocks. Uh, I catch uh, one of the rocks as it pops up, and I magic stone. <laughs> to mess it up for next turn. All right. Nice. Uh, uh, that brings us to the remaining kobold's turn. Uh, Pez and Melvin are each going to be targeted by one attack. Pez, the attack targeting you is a 15 to hit. That connects. Okay. You take three piercing damage. Melvin, your assailant rolls a 12. Does not hit. Cool. That's a miss. Um, <laughs> Pez, you're up. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do another. Or no, I'm gonna take a swipe at him with my rapier. So. All right. Roll to hit. Uh, does a thirteen hit? Yeah. Full damage. Uh, that'll be five slashing damage. All right. You lop its head off in one stroke. Awesome. <clears throat> Anything else in your turn? Um, no. I'm going to keep moving forward. Okay. Uh, Melvin, you're in melee with the last, last kobold. We'll do another... Um... Hold the dead, so another wisdom saving throw, please. It's a natural one. Roll your damage. Five. Yeah, the same, same thing before. Its eyes go blank. The color drains out of it, and it uh, falls over. Uh, you are out of combat. Uh, now at the entrance of the camp with no opposition ahead of you, you call your wards out of hiding, and the full group runs as quickly as they're able out of the camp as fires crest the hill behind you and you begin to hear voices calling out. Uh, yes. Oh, sorry. Um, is there any way I could have grabbed the weapons of the kobolds I was running past? Jesus fucking Christ. No. We're no. <laughs> running away. If you want to stay and get captured, you can get some deck Daggers off of kobolds. No, I was going to give them to the people. <laughs> no, okay. no, you're running. Uh, <laughs> all right, so you guys make it out of the camp. Uh, you spend the next several hours um, 
running through the dark uh, as quickly as you're able to with a large group, including injured and weakened people. Uh, for a while, you hear the sounds of pursuit behind you, but once you're out of the camp, the um, sort of alleys that lead between these high bluffs uh, become so numerous that it's difficult to um, pick out uh, might have gone, and as your tracks are melding with the tracks made by the cultists to their camp uh, from the previous day, um, you, you find that you 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 eventually feel uh, safe settling in um, to rest and tend to your wounded, uh, and and uh, you pass the night that way, unless you want to push through the night to greenest. Um, uh, if we feel safe, feel like we've lost them, I'm fine with camping. Yeah, yeah, you get it sort of back out to the uh, the terrain where the um, the bluffs begin to give way to the gently rolling hills that characterize the area immediately around the greenest. Uh, and you, you feel that you have not been pursued, so you, you settle into camp for the night. Um, the prisoners are, the freed prisoners are all still a little too shell-shocked um, to be very useful or grateful uh, in your compatriots, including uh, Leos and Erlanthar, are uh, similarly still too dazed um, to participate much. Uh, in the morning you wake and fret about uh, four more hours to make it to greenest proper. Uh, you enter town uh beginning to appear to normal uh, to return to normal uh, most of the town uh, didn't see a lot of physical destruction a few fires were lit and some buildings were lost uh, as well as uh, a few people being actually killed uh, but for the most part the raid seems to have been for loot rather than conquest or intimidation and so though impoverished by their experience uh the people of greenest endure way to uh the keep in the center of town uh governor nighthill gratefully thanks each one of you and awards you the promised 250 gold uh for the mission that you just carried out uh additionally you reach level three So, it's up to you guys. We can continue from here or break off. Andrew? Um, You also said there would be a reward for each prisoner returned? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right, right, right. So, I said that you rescued 12 prisoners. You managed to get all of them. So, um, we're going to call that another 150 gold ahead. Or... Per your heads, not the prisoners. Oh, okay. <laughs> so each of you gets a total of 400 gold. Fantastic. Uh, Thank you for doing that math for me. <laughs> um, perfect. Uh, do we hey, want to take everyone. A- Thank you for listening to our adventure. This is Twiddle from Twiddles and Fiddles in the city of Thayferidin. But guess what? We're coming back to the adventure now. See ya! Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, so you return to Greenest, and uh, you are greeted uh, as heroes, uh, especially once um, 
the the prisoners that you freed get back to their families and uh the the story gets out about what you all have done for the town and uh you find that um as you go out in greenness now you're recognized by people and uh, uh treated very favorably um the governor of course thanked you profusely and uh paid you your rewards uh leosin was taken uh in to uh, recover by his fellow monks, um, and that, uh, and at that point, uh, a couple of days pass. While uh, once Leosin uh, got taken to an actual bed, he he just straight up collapsed for like a couple <laughs> of days, uh, as did Sarjor and um, Finn. Uh, so in the space of a couple of days in Greenest, is there anything that the group of you would like to do? Uh, I think I'm good. I would like to buy a couple potions if they have any available at this point. I know they take time to Uh, roll. Sure. Uh, roll charisma with advantage. Charisma with advantage. Okay. Um, and I have a question about spells after this, just at some point. Sure. Um, that'll be a 16 total. Just a charisma check? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you're able to pretty easily find, uh, the, the places where some supplies remain for sale, um, and with your newfound heroic reputation in Greenest, uh, it's it's easier to get things to get people to sell you things from the limited stock that they have. Uh, you're able to rustle up uh, two potions of healing within the town uh, that are available to purchase for you at a discounted price of uh, forty gold pieces each. And this will still give Joel, or sorry, uh, Melvin, a chance to do something as well, or is this for us both? No, no, this is just for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy both potions. Okay. You said two healing um, potions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Melvin, would you, or did anybody else have anything they wanted to do in Greenest? I'd also like to get a potion if I could, at least one. Well, so those two potions were the two potions currently in Greenest. Um, okay. So I can say that you were you were shopping concurrently and went together, and you guys can negotiate that between yourselves if you would like. Yeah, I'll I'll just take one. So how much was that? Uh, it's it's forty gold. Okay, my character sheet's being stupid, so I'll mark that off as soon as I can. Alrighty. Uh, okay. So you all uh, just kind of hang out in Greenest for uh, a few days, enjoying the lives of heroes. Um, A feast is thrown for you the night after you return, such as is available in a town freshly uh, racked by marauders. Um, But you eat well and you enjoy your good and on uh, the third day after you've returned, uh, you're called to Leosin's bedside as uh, he wishes to uh, thank you and to speak with you privately. Um, <clears throat> he, he, he greets you warmly. He says, 
Uh, my new friend, I may to understand that uh, you are responsible for my uh, good state. Yesterday. I, besides Melvin, I'm not sure I've had the chance to introduce myself or get your names. Uh, I am the famous monk, Leoson Erlantar, uh, and of late I have been tracking the activities of the cult of the dragon. Uh, which is the group, of course, that attacked Greenest and whose camp you found me captured in. Uh, I thank you uh, for um, denying my poor judgment at the time. I would surely have died if I had been left there. Uh, so, uh, how, how, how have the past several days found you all? Uh, and please, uh, the two of you, he, he gestures at Kestra and Pez. Uh, what are your names? Who may I thank you for my good fortune? I am Kestra. I came to be here because, well, my father and I were engaged in trade that wasn't exactly legal. And he found out that it was with the Cult of the Dragon and wished for me to investigate what they were, they were doing as well. Ah, I see, I see. And uh, how about you, my eccentric friend? Yes, my name is Pez. Uh, I come to this town to, to help and to learn. Ah, as did I. I appreciate your uh, fine sense of style, my friend. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> well, uh, after all you've done already for me personally and for the people of Greenness, I hate to ask anything more from you. But um, the need is great, and uh, you are the only people in this town that I believe uh, capable of carrying out these tasks. Uh, I need you to return to the cultist camp, uh, if you are willing. Uh, you know your way around it by now, uh, and if the cultists are preparing for <coughs> If a large body of them marches away, or if anything substantial is carried into or out of the cave in the back, I, I would like to find out about it. Uh, <coughs> it is uh, essential to the research and uh, reconnaissance that I have been doing on the cult. Uh, I am attempting to prevent them from causing further havoc here in the green fields, uh, and I am certain that they are engaged in something much more malevolent than simple raids, though I have no proof or a uh, clear idea of what that is yet. Uh, they go on about gathering treasure to uh, build the horde that will honor the Queen of Dragons, and I have come to believe that that term, Queen of Dragons, refers to the Dark Queen of Evil Dragons, the god Tiamat who is currently bound in the Nine Hells. Yes, yes, that is uh, what they do to each other. Uh, it seems a clumsy salute, but uh, so it goes. Um, if, uh, if you are able to go to the camp and discover uh, whether or where they are attacking next, and what is in the cave in the back, where the treasure has been taken. Um, I, I believe that uh, 
I have powerful friends that can arrange a suitable reward for you. Uh, I personally can offer you uh, 150 gold apiece uh, for going on this mission. I am willing to return and investigate more. Yes, me too. And that seems reasonable. I, I, I suppose that's okay, no problem. Excellent, excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, you should have plenty of time to return to the camp. Uh, I cannot see that they are ready to pack up and leave quickly. Um, so uh, you need not embark right away if you're in the middle of anything in town. Um, in, when I am feeling better, I will be departing for the city of El Torel, uh, north of here, to convene with a friend of mine, one on dark fruit. So, uh, should it happen that you return from this mission and find that I have already gone, uh, you may pursue me to El Torel, where uh, I assure you I have um, further work for you if uh, you are inter interested and uh, uh, committed to further combating the actions of the Cult of the Dragon. And, yes, yes. Uh, and you said, what, what exactly do you want us to do in this camp? Just find out more information? Is that right? Uh, yeah, so out of game. Uh, basically, he wants you to uh, find out what you weren't able to find out yet, uh, whether they're planning to attack elsewhere and where specifically they're trying to attack. Uh, you don't know where the treasure is going precisely, besides into the cave. Um, sorry, I'm going over my notes to make sure. Uh, uh, Drew, while he's doing that... No, they're... Sorry? No, 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 I was gonna... Uh, but if you already got it, go ahead. Uh, he, he, he wants to know um, if they're planning to conduct another raid and where. Uh, he wants to know if a large number of them march away in any direction. And he wants to know if anything substantial has been carried into or out of the cave. Um, that, that, that is, uh, those are essentially the questions uh, you would like to have answers to. He's offering you 150 gold to go back to the camp and uh, find those answers. Okay. Um, uh, I guess my question is... Um the it, sorry. Does anybody else have anything they need to ask to this person or anything? Okay. Um, yes, this is, it seems agreeable, um, and you seem nice, so I don't mind helping you. Oh, I just turned my camera on. I didn't realize. Uh, <clears throat> excellent. Uh, I will be here for the foreseeable or next few days at least. Uh, so I look forward to your triumphant return yes. and if not we'll find you in El Torel if we take longer 
Indeed. And again, the name of the uh, person you should ask for in town is Antar Froom. Antar Froom. Antar Froom. Yes, he is a, a human, a, uh, uh, a warrior of delight. And, Very well. Okay. Um, and you said we don't have to, like, hurry. Is that right? We Just as long as we find out this stuff? I cannot see how they would remove such a large camp very quickly, uh, or why, um, after simply losing a few measly prisoners. So, yes, return it to Leisha. Thank you, Leosin. Thank you. Um, it was Thank nice you, my friends. Alright, and he... Head out. So, uh... Go ahead, Pat. Uh, so I have a thing for spells. I had to ask a question. I, okay, yeah. Uh, to make sure, am I remembering this right? I believe I read that you can unlearn a spell to learn an additional spell at a higher level, but only one per like level up. Yeah. So each each time that you level up and gain a level of bard, you can replace one bard spell that you know. Okay. With a bard spell that you have spell slots of a level that will allow you to cast the spell. Okay. So you just hit level three, so if you wanted to replace one level one spell with a level two spell, yeah. you're able to do that. That way I can have two uh, level two. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's where I wanted to you, make sure. You gain two spells at level up, do you not? Uh, let's see. Uh, you do. Sorry, I didn't even look at that. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's where I, I was going to look at my level ones and potentially switch them out. Uh, one of them. So. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, at this point, it's up to you guys uh, how long you want to wait to set out on this expedition. Uh, Leosin called you uh, to conference about 10 a.m. So you could conceivably go today and get there uh, and arrive at the camp at about 6 p.m. Um, or uh, I'd say even as early as uh, 4.30, given that you already know the way. Um, uh, I guess, could I, uh, before we leave, could I look and see if there's any other like magical items or anything available? I know they stole most of the gear and valuables of the town. Um, uh, is there anything... Is there something specific that you're looking for? Um, either like a, uh, there's a couple things, bag of holding and stuff like that. I know they're expensive, so that's where. Um... So, um, as a group, we've tended to be pretty liberal with magic items uh, yeah. in our com campaigns uh, compared to like the design of the game and generally how things are handled. Uh, as uh, things usually go, buying magic items is uh, usually very difficult. Okay. Uh, but given that Greenest is sort of a trade hub, like by lore, uh, I'm going to roll a percentile. And based on that, I'll see whether there are any magic items in town. Okay. Um, following that, I and if there are, I will roll on a table to see what... Uh, is available. Sound fair? Yeah. Oh, very fair. Okay. Uh, yeah, you ask around, but you are not able to find anyone purveying magical goods in Greenest. Okay. 
uh, you, it is suggested that you may have better luck in uh, if you go to the uh, nearby uh, major port city, Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. Okay. Um, now, when I was doing that, could I have asked, like, um, if there was, since we are going to go back to the camp and potentially sneak into that vault um, or that mm -hmm. area where they're taking it, if there's anything I can keep my eyes out for people that I might be able to have a chance to recover. Uh, so are you, are, are you like conducting a survey, like going out and asking individual people if they're missing anything? Um, or? I guess more shops and stuff like that that we went to looking for these magical items just at the same time is what I was thinking. We asked uh, at the first session. Yeah, we asked that one shop, that's true. Um, we did ask the main shop and... They said no. Like he, he was not very happy well, when he asked because everything. You asked him about like six hours after everything he owned got thrown on the floor. So, uh, give me a second here. Uh, uh, okay, so you you ask around some in town, and uh, most people are um, grateful but a little confused by your request. Um, you do uh, find um, uh, it, it's not a shop; it's a private citizen, uh, an aged uh, human man. Um, he is known as something of an eccentric about town. Uh, he, he's got a wild shock of frizzy white hair uh, and a quavery voice. Uh, it's very frail. Um, he lives in a, a shack-like little house on the outskirts of town. But uh, you run across him one day, and, and you ask him how he's fared following the attacks. And uh, he, 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 he said, Sorry, Sonny, what's that you're asking if I'm missing anything? Uh, 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 we just might be heading back that way towards the people that stole your you know, stuff. And we were wondering if, if there's anything we can keep our eyes out for if you lost anything. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm, 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 I'm a, a collector of magical goods. Actually, a couple of weeks ago, I got my hands on a magic scroll, and I was, I was planning to study. I'm trying to uh, to learn how to transcribe spell books. Uh, in, it, uh, uh, it's uh, exotic magic. That's uh, what the one has difficulty coming across in this part of the world. Uh, but... Um, but when, when my home was invaded during the raid several nights ago, they made off with my spell scroll. Uh, you, you, you would recognize it by uh, its, its ornate scroll case, which is uh, uh, it's, it's mahogany with a gold scroll work on the outside. So I, I, I would take some great erudition to be able to decipher the scroll itself. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not a wealthy man, but I, I'm sure that if you're able to retrieve it for, for me, I'll, uh, I, I can find some sort of a reward for you. Uh, perfect. Um, I'll keep my eyes out for it. Thank you so much. We're just trying to help the town in any way we can. And we're so very grateful. I will look forward to your return, Mr. Pace. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay. 
he, he gave you a minor quest to recover a, uh, a spell scroll for him. Okay. He described the scroll, the scroll case to you in sufficient detail to see if you'll reference it. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, leave today or, or wait for a different time. It's up to you guys. I'm fine with leaving today. I don't really have anything to do in the town. Same. Uh, yeah. All right. So oh, sorry. To, uh... Does anybody have identify as a spell? I apologize just before. I'm just trying to finish up my spells. Okay. Sorry. Uh, so you're able to leave out of town uh, a little before noon. Uh, you make your way south and uh, southeast uh, across the green fields along the familiar path, and you come to the entrance to the cultist camp uh, a little before 7 p.m. Uh, so the sun is uh, westering, and it is beginning to grow dark. Um you approach the camp from the side, intending to be stealthy following your dramatic escape uh, a few days ago. But as you look over the camp, you realize that virtually everyone has left. Um, observing it from the plateau above, you, you note that there are a few people milling about that seem to be hunters, and there is still some activity around the mouth of the cave uh, and guards posted there. But, but uh, most of the tents outside of the cobalt section of the camp have been taken down, and the ground bears marks of uh, the cultists leaving in sm uh, small groups uh, headed in all different directions out of the camp. Um, will you all make a perception check for me, please? Seventeen. Uh, Sixteen for me. Sixteen as well. Okay. Uh, so coming down from the bluff uh, toward the proper entrance to the camp, uh, examining the marks on the ground there, you find uh, that while small groups have gone in all directions, uh, most of the camp's wagons and pack animals seem to have moved generally toward the west. Uh, entering the camp, uh, you are not challenged, and you do not see any humans or kobolds uh, anywhere around until you reach the uh, the upper portion of the inner plateau, uh, where you see some tents still left standing, but the com command tent conspicuously gone, uh, <clears throat> and uh, most of what's here now is garbage uh, that's been left behind and is of little use. Uh, there, uh, you do see, uh, four, uh, individuals, human men, um, that don't seem to be, uh, performing any task together, but they, um, they, they, uh, look to be dressing 
uh, game animals that they have caught from out on the plains. Uh, they do not look up or acknowledge you as you walk through the empty camp. Um, approaching the... Uh, at the very back of the camp, uh, under a tall guard tower on the plateau above, uh, sits the entrance to the cave at the back of camp. At the camp, uh, there are no guards posted outside that you can see. What would you like to do? Less guards, less people altogether seems like they may have taken the opportunity to leave. Um, but just in case, um, I'm going to... Can I cast Disguise Self on myself? Um, sure. Well, at the moment, you're standing in the open in the middle of camp. Oh. Uh, there's, there's a couple of tents that you could, like, duck behind. Um, if you... If you... So... Uh, I mean, I may want to do that. It's, does it look like the camp's been almost abandoned, basically? Is that what you're saying? It, lo it looks exactly like the camp has been, well, not abandoned, just packed up and taken away. Yeah. Um, and there's very little people left as far as it's mostly kobolds left? You, you see four human men dressing, uh, each in various stages of dressing dead game animals. Um, and that... The, those are the only people mm. that you see from your current position, though you have not been to the cave in the back yet. Uh, yeah, I'll... Now, if I do disguise self, it says I can change my clothing and armor. Could I make myself look like one of the guards with the mask? Yeah, you okay. can do that. Yeah, I'd like to do that if that's possible to hide, like maybe go behind one of those tents or and then do that. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Uh, nobody stopped you. Um, so yeah, you you now have the appearance of uh, one of the cult uh, one of the cultist guards. Don't worry, Melvin and uh, Kester. It's me, Piz. Um, do you want to go check out? Okay, Piz. What are you planning, looking like that? Uh, I thought maybe if they are still anybody here from the cult, like, it might be better if we were to blend in a little bit, and I could say that I was sent here by Resmir to uh, finish up any last-minute details. Interesting. I'll follow your lead. Perfect. Um, okay, uh, so really the main thing is we're supposed to check out that back area. Is the main tent still here? The really lavish, like, purple one? And No, the command tent is conspicuously gone. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna make my way into that back area. Headed straight toward the cave? Yes. Okay, uh, are the others... Are y'all going with him, or are you going on your own, Pez? I'll follow. How far away are the uh, the guys that are dressing dead gay mammals? Uh, I mean, very various distances. Probably the closest one is like sixty feet from you. <laughs> I, I meant from the uh, entrance to the cave. How far away are they from the entrance to the cave? 
Um, uh, the closest one to the cave is probably about 100 feet away from the entrance. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll just follow along then. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. So you begin to approach uh, the, the cave entrance. Uh, give me just a second here, fellas. Um, just so while he's reading that, I'll tell you guys, I changed up my spells a little bit. I now have Disguise Self, Fairy Fire, Healing Word, Id Insinuation, um, that's the Unearthed Arcana spell, Identify, and then my second level spell is Mind Thrust, which is also Unearthed Arcana, um, but it's a bonus action, and it's 3d6 psychic damage, as well as they have to dash or disengage if they fail the save. So, um, and then of course I can upcast Healing Word. And I took right, to you. Sorry. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. You approach the entrance of the cave, and as you get closer, you see that there are uh, two of the ornately dressed uh, guards standing inside the cave, uh, about twenty feet from the entrance. Uh, they notice you approaching and stand to attention, then uh, approach the mouth of the cave and stop you. Uh, they, uh, one of them says, Halt! Who are you? Who are these you bring with you? My name is Jeff. I am here on orders from Redsmere. And uh, how are things moving along with, uh, with your assignment? We don't answer to you. No, if but... you have orders from Redsmere, you need to speak with Frulam. Yes, of course. Who are these that are with you? These are some uh, that I've brought along to help with my uh, mission from Resmir. Uh, they're just servants. Roll deception. Perfect. Which I have expertise in now. That's what I took expertise in. Perfect. Very nice. Uh, that is a non-natural 19. So. Not? Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. So close to 20. Okay. This is confusing. Uh, hold on. We need to conf uh, we need to confer with Frulam to find out, uh, whether Resmir sent ahead to her before we can let you in. Uh, he turns to his companion and nods. Uh, and companion walks away, uh, deeper into the cave. Uh, and turns right around the corner, turns out right. of your view. Okay. Can we see any other path besides right? Uh, um, no. So, hang on a sec. I need to figure out my uh, situation here. Okay. So I can show you where you are and what you see.
and I'm sending a picture to the group chat. This is the room as you see it. Uh, Okay. And they were standing at that like tree trunk area. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, you're standing about ten feet in front of them, uh, which is about five feet inside the mouth of the cave. Um, you can see that the inside of the cave is uh, made of a uh, dark colored stone with a, a grayish tint to it. Uh, you can hear the sounds of uh, water dripping further in the cave and echoes of activity deeper in, though everything is indistinct. Okay. Um, Do you get that photo yet? I yeah. did, yeah. Okay. All right, so at this point, he's just waiting with you while his uh, partner goes to confirm. I'm going to talk to him if that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, does... Could we hear, like, the person walking off further? Like, maybe the echo is footsteps or anything? You could for a few steps, but there's kind of like a, a cacophony of noises uh, coming from within the cave. It's so echoey that uh, really everything reverberates, and, and it gets difficult to tell what's what beyond a certain distance. Okay. So it does sound like there's other movement and stuff going on back there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Uh, I'm going to just wave my hands over my head uh, in the symbol that I did with them the first time we came <laughs> and uh, talk to them for a second before I do it. Um, so how things? How are things moving along? Resmir would like a report. Resmir would like a report from someone over my head, I'm sure. Oh, yes, of course, but... You, I know people on the groundwork know better than sometimes the leaders. So, just trying to get as much information for Resmir so that she doesn't have my head. Roll persuasion. You said persuasion? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's straight, not with advantage, correct? Correct. Uh, that's only a 15. Fifteen. Uh, he kind of sighs um, and says, I, I guard the door. Uh, you know, everybody packed up and, and left pretty quickly after that monk escaped the other night and seemed to have uh, the worm speaker really shook up. Uh, but, you know, beyond that, I, I don't know. All of the... The loot's already gone. I think we're just here guarding these eggs now. Yeah, that that's where why I was sent here. And then I'm gonna cast uh, a spell. Okay. Do you want what's, us to roll what's in the this spell? Uh, I was gonna cast. Did you do it? Uh, yeah, I didn't know if you wanted initiative first or just me to cast the spell on him. Um. Uh, I mean, you've you've at this point lulled him into a, a false sense of security. Like, uh, uh, maybe not a full surprise round, unless 
you guys have coordinated it, but I'll let, I'll let you get one spell off. Okay. What are you casting? So I can get one full turn off? No one spell. Ah. Okay, uh, I'm going to do Id Insinuation, so I'll need a Wisdom saving throw. Okay. So that'll be a fail. Perfect. Uh, it's going to take. He's going to take psychic damage and then become incapacitated. Okay. Yeah. Uh, give me the psychic damage and then everybody roll initiative. Uh, that'll be eight psychic damage. It's a d12. Um, and oh wait, Tony Masita. Okay, sorry. It doesn't take that psychic damage until the end of its next turn. So, sorry. Okay. So it just bec he becomes incapacitated at first, and then he'll take psychic damage. So. All right. Uh, so, so your foe is incapacitated. Everybody roll initiative. Guys. You saw that? No. no. I'm just getting stupid. I hope you guys are okay with these actions. <laughs> I don't know what else we we're going to do besides starting the fight. At least we separated one of them. That's where yeah, I was trying to get one to go off so that we would have better chance because I know these are guards that... Are they in, like, plate armor or chainmail? Uh, they've, they've been in leather armor so far. Okay. Nice. Um, sorry, I'm... Uh, uh, now getting the stat block that I need. Okay, 25 to 20. 23. 23. Uh, 23? Yeah. Uh, 20 to 15. Uh, 15 to 10. 13 for Melvin. I got a 3. <laughs> Damn. initiative has been crap all day. I don't know why. Use, use a different time. All right, man. Um, what's play here? What's good? Mine? Yeah. Three. Three. Okay. Uh, uh, cool. So, Pez, you're at the top of initiative. Uh, there is an incapacitated uh, guard on the ground in front of you. What would you like to do? 
Um, I'm going to ask real quick. Should we kill him or should we run? You're muted. Sorry. Okay, I'm going to look at them real quick. Should we kill him or should we run further into the cave and hide? I don't they know. They can't react to meaningfully outside oh. of their turn. Or I okay. guess you can use your reaction to talk to him if you want. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and when they're incapacitated, it's... Uh, if I hit, it's critical damage. Is that correct? So for me melee attacks are made with advantage, and uh, if they connect, they automatically count as critical hits. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, I'm going to take a swipe with my rapier. All right. Okay, and it's with advantage, you said, too? Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, it's going to hit, I imagine. Okay. Uh, so that'll be 17. That'll connect. Okay. Um, Roll your damage. All right. I add the modifier. Uh, so it'll be 10 slashing damage, but I want to also use one of my new abilities of um, its psychic blades. And okay. I sacrifice one Bardic Inspiration dice to add an extra 2d6 Psychic damage. Okay. So You can do that. Smart talk your Bardic Inspiration. Woo! Uh, that's 10 Psychic damage. Okay. You, how, 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 what does it look like when you kill him? He's um, lying helpless on the ground, kind of twitching a little bit. Uh, I just look down at them and thrust my rapier down in after they don't respond, just like a <laughs> real quick. Okay, yeah, you're 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 out of combat. Okay. Um, there is a dead guard on the ground in front of you. I what would you like to? I want to try and strip him and take his armor. How long will that okay. take? Uh, let's see. I'm gonna say that getting the armor off of someone will take. Uh, twice as long as the amount of time listed in the equipment section to doff. Okay. Um, so if you can find that, that'll tell you how long it'll take. For leather armor, I don't think it's too much, but it, it, it will be a significant investment of time. Okay. Yeah, I want to do that. Take the armor. Um, okay. Um, and then... Uh, how did you did you find how long it was? Oh no. Um, is anybody looking that all right? Yeah, I'm looking. Okay. And just to make sure, I cannot adjust my disguise self spell, correct? Not without casting the spell again. Okay, that's where I want to make sure. Like I could, I think because Valen can adjust his form constantly. That's where it always throws me off. That's a changing well, ability. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's like half doppelganger ish so let's see what it's a light light armor or medium armor it's light armor so it's going to take two minutes to take it off because normally one minute so it'd be two okay yep um, yeah, I'm going to spend my time doing that as best I can. Basically take his armor and gear off and put it... Yeah. I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm texting about getting 
drugs right now. Um, um, so, uh, what was what was the amount of time that it would take? Two minutes. Two minutes. And that's what's in the player's handbook, or that's the doubled number? That's the doubled number. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it'll take you two minutes to um, get the armor off. You decide to do that? Uh, I start doing it for sure. And, if they and are you me. moving the body first, or are you yes. staying where you are? Yes, I was going to try and take the body like with us, probably down the other hall or something. Or wait, we were only five feet from the entrance, right? Yeah, we're right at the entrance. Um, Should we, I keep an eye out on the... Go ahead. Do you, do you guys want me to move them in further, or let's get out of here and go to a cave? I would just like to look down, keep an eye out, maybe go a little ways towards where we're heading into the cave, uh, the cave and look out that way. Okay. Um, you can see... If you move, like, around the bend, you can... Ooh. I can already tell this is going to be a clumsy way of doing this. <laughs> I mean, basically, I just want to look out for anybody coming at us while he's doing all this. So if, if you just want to kind of theater the mind when we decide to go down that way, yeah, well, keep sending pictures. Well, that's a pain, I know. You're getting into a, a, a complex here, and if we don't have a visual reference, it's going to get extremely difficult to remember where you are or what's going on. Gotcha. So yeah. we kind of have visual at this point. Um, um, uh, no. So stepping around... Yeah. In the corner, you can see uh, that much more of the um, going forward. Uh, you can't really see over that ledge down below that staircase that you can see at the lower right when you get it. Uh, so you're going to drag the body out of the cave, Pez? Uh, is that what you think I should do, Kestra? Or should we try and take him? Make a decision for yourself, man. <laughs> That's what Castro says, too. Uh, I mean, you killed the man. Decide what you want to do with him. He's your responsibility. Yeah, there's nowhere to like hide him behind a big rock or any part of the wall or anything. Nope, there sure ain't. Yeah, I'm just going to drag him out and try and take his armor off. So you, you begin to drag the guard, and as you do, uh, you smear his blood on the ground uh, along behind him. Uh, and there's a long trail of blood leading out of the cave as you drag him out. I'll, I'll just stop Pez. after I see the blood and start taking the armor off. Okay, so you stop and, and uh, kneel to take the armor off. As Melvin is looking around the corner, you get about uh, 20 seconds into the process before the uh, guard that went away earlier uh, rounds uh, the corner at the, the bottom of the chamber that you're oh, are you going to attack him right away? No, 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 not right away. No, 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 no. I mean, you made finger I'm guns. <laughs> I'm getting ready to. I'm getting ready to. I'm no, no, no. I would have said fireball. You want to be more clear than that? <laughs> My bad. Um, it, it, he rounds the corner and uh, he 
he sees you, Melvin, and said, the fuck are you doing this far in the cave? And he begins moving, like, in your direction as if he's going to go around the corner. Uh, Pez and um, Kestra can hear him when he says that. They're coming, Pez. Uh, I stop with the armor and I prep my crossbow. But okay. I don't point yeah, it at you, the, you can prepare. But I don't point it at where he's coming from. I actually point it outside and act like I'm like guarding from the outside. Okay. Uh, so the, the 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 guard walking up uh, calls around the corner and he says Frulam hasn't had anything through ascending from Resmir. Uh, I, I don't think any of this... What the fuck happened here? And he draws his scimitar. Yeah, those, you, we saw some guys those, when we were coming in, and they just rushed in behind us and killed this guard. The, the guys that were, like, hunting game out there? That monk was with them. Roll deception at disadvantage. <laughs> I rolled a natural 20 and then a 12, but I get plus 7, so it's 19. So. 19. Okay. Uh, he, he, he rolls poorly. Fuck! Our Lanthar is back? Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, what, what, what should we do? I wasn't told to do anything. We have about to it. alert rest. Wait here. Keep uh, them away. I attack him. He, he turns around and runs. Um, I fired the crossbow. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you you will get that one attack off as, as he turns his back to you. Um, and then everyone will, will roll initiative. Uh, to hit is a 21 with the crossbow. Okay. And that'll be uh, five piercing damage. Okay. Uh, roll initiative. Awesome. Okay, so Pez is at 20. Uh, Mel, then. Nine. Kestra? Six. Moving up. Okay. Pez, you're at top of initiative. Uh, the upon being struck in the back with a crossbow bolt, um, the guard turns to face you all. Um, what would you like to do? 
Uh, how far from me is he? He's 10 feet away. Okay. Okay. Um, I would like to uh, action. Can I fire another or no? Yeah, a crossbow bolt at him. Can I action crossbow bolt at him? Yeah. Okay. Roll with that. Uh, sixteen plus four, so non natural twenty. Connects. Uh, but only four piercing damage. Okay. And then um, bonus action. Uh, uh, I'm going to turn towards Melvin and give a bardic inspiration and just say, You got this, Melvin! We're a team! Uh, cool. Uh, uh, so the guard's um, turn is next, and he's going to continue uh, running, but on his way, he's going to make an attack against Melvin. Um, that's a natural 17 to hit. Um, does he have any modifiers on that? Uh, he does. Are you thinking about casting shield? I'll find the exact I mean, it's not. A, I could get it up to eighteen. So if he has a modifier of one, it's no point. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He uh, he'll definitely hit you then. Okay, uh, so I'll take it. Uh, yeah. So it was a twenty-two to hit. Um, fuck me. And he and you take a lot seven slashing damage. Um, he swipes again. That's a fifteen to hit. Shield. So the second second one, uh, he he sweeps his sword across you once and, and cuts, but you raise up an arcane barrier, and his second blow bounces off the force field. Um, you manage to protect yourself. Uh, then he is going to leave your reach and run uh, another twenty feet in the direction of the southern reach of the room. That's his turn. Uh, next one is Melvin. Um, is he within 60 feet of me? Well within 60 feet. Um, I would like to get a wisdom saving throw from him. I'm going to cast Toll the Dead. Cool. Uh, that is... Uh, uh, 13. Saves. Ah. Right, that's my DC. That's that's turn. Anything else? Okay. Um, brings us to Kestra with Tez on deck. All right. I will magic stone. Okay. Uh, you'll have to move in a bit to do that. Uh, he's sort of around the corner from you, but if you move forward uh, twenty feet, you'll be able to see him. I can do that. Okay. That's going to be a 17 to hit. Uh, that'll connect. Give me damage. 
<clears throat> for nine damage. Uh, you brain him. He uh, it, it smacks him square in the middle of the back of his head, and he falls over, uh, motionless. All right. You're out of combat. Two guards down. Good work. Do we hear anything? Like people, like commotion coming towards the towards us. Uh, make a perception check. Natural twenty, so twenty. So with a natural 20, there's there's a lot of background noise in this cave, so you hear, uh, have a moment of clarity to, um, Drew is or on your gone. I'm 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 still here. It's just like I can hear a lot of background noise from someone, and uh, same. It's probably me. Uh, I should move someplace else. Hold on. Jeez, Drew. Give me one minute, and I'll be right back. Yeah, sorry, dude. You're fine. I have uh, about another like 25 minutes before I'll need to get off. Sorry, guys. That's cool. I don't know if we'll, um, in the next half hour we'll have a stopping point or something. Uh, probably not. Not a neat one, but I mean we can we can kind of take it room by room. We don't. Uh, Six o'clock's a good cutoff for me too. Um, we'll wait for Drew to get back before I describe the results of your uh, perception check. on your perception check you, you you stop and you listen really hard uh, and you can make out sounds of uh, dripping water but not moving water uh, you hear uh, the chittering of bats um, and, and something in the the far distance that sounds like a, a rubble or something in a pile being shifted um, but listening out, you don't think that you hear like 
footsteps or voices or anything else that you would associate with um, with the activity of intelligent or humanoid creatures. Okay. Um, everyone's human. So I assume that you want to continue further into the cave? Yeah, can, can I go back to stripping the armor off of that other guy? Uh, yeah, I'll take you two minutes on each. Uh, well, this is my thing. You guys get in this armor, if you can wear armor. If not, I'll put it on one and somebody else put on the other one. That way, if we get stopped, at least we're members of the cult. Now, as a note, Estra is already wearing leather armor. Yeah. Uh, um, and yeah. there's nothing special about it, right? It's like... No, it's mundane leather armor, mundane scimitars, virtually worthless. Oh, I thought it was like it had an insignia or something for symbolizing no. them being... Gone. I mean, it's... it's it, the the armor itself does not. They wear. Uh, I mean, it's it's black. So you know, if you wanted black armor as opposed to your your typical uh, brown stain, that uh, that could work. Uh, they they. It's more that they wear an ornate mask and an elaborate. Uh, it's sort of a. Well, it's almost like a fancy poncho, uh, <laughs> actually. Um, the way that it's drawn, uh, I can show you what they look like real quick. I, I guess those are the things I would want us to take to try and like blend in and have us better odds of, of hiding. So it doesn't, I guess, have to be the armor. Right. I guess you can't really see that all that well uh, face toward the sun as it is. But as well, well as you can see that, this is what they look like, uh, the guards. Um, so yeah, you can, you can remove... Uh, like the distinctive elements of their clothing, like but yeah, it'll uh, it'll just take you two minutes per. Um, hmm. uh, so you're stopping to do that? Is that okay, guys? Uh, I don't mind wearing the mask and fancy poncho thing. Perfect. Because I can stick now. Um, Melvin, can you wear a mask and poncho? Uh, yeah, yes, if you need me to. Perfect. Um, yes. So, that way I can be disguised with my own mask, and you guys have physical mask. Nobody's gonna stop us then. So, yeah, we'll spend two minutes, I guess, getting the armor before we move on. Okay. Um. Oh, in by the way. You were able to do that without a Say what? Uh, I was just going to tell the group, uh, Frulam is the right hand of Resmir, so it's second command that we know of. Nice. And that's who we suspect is down here? Uh, that's who they said they just spoke to about um, my orders <laughs> from Resmir, so we have a chance to possibly get information from them if we wanted to. Um, now, do we want to go the exact way that they uh, seem to point out Resmir, or sorry, Frulam Bean? Or should we, like, inspect other places first? Well, there's no, like, fork or anything in front of us, right? Uh, no. So, um, moving forward into the cave your view expands and i will send another image
this is a nightmare. All right. Your new view in terms of a grid is uh, coming forward, is coming to you. But uh, walking forward into the cave, you can see that at, uh, uh, if you get closer to the ledge, uh, you can see um, down uh, to the area at the bottom of the stairs that you saw earlier. And uh, looking toward the lower left corner of the uh, entrance chamber that you are currently in, um, you don't see anything but a, a sort of knobby dead end. Uh, uh, would you like to take a better look anywhere? What, what would you like to do? Which direction do we feel like that guard went to speak with Frulong? Melvin saw him walk toward the the south end of the cave, but uh, past the uh, the crook there at the entrance, it begins to be very dark inside. Okay, so uh, like it was from point two or see, three. You can't quite see like the the far wall of the room uh, without going over. Okay. I guess I'll light up a, a torch if it's dark. Okay, sure. <clears throat> that way... Well, so that'll give you a, a source of light uh, for things nearby. Um, walking over and, and peering over the edge, uh, looking down at the... Um, <clears throat> the uh, area at the lower end of the stairs, you see what appears to be a, a sort of fungus garden. Um, there, There's a number of different species of mushrooms, lichens, and moss uh, growing uh, in this depressed area of um, the, the path. Uh, and leading away from the stairs to your right as you peer over the ledge. Uh, it looks like there are two kind of paths worn through the, um, the, the, the patch of fungus. Uh, this is interesting. Well, so... 
we see, and this is towards three, number three, those fungi? Uh-huh. Okay. And then two was just like a an abandoned like edge, like a nook. Is that right? Uh, from from your position, you you it'll uh, you only see a dead end. Uh, I'm gonna peek at in towards like the number two on the map to see what's okay. further back there. So so peering into the dark, you, you you can't make out much. So you continue to edge forward as your. Uh, so that your light can illuminate uh, the area. Make a perception check for me. Uh, 18. 18. Uh, you can't see anything from a distance, but as you get closer and closer, you can see that uh, the stone here has been cut in such a way that from a distance it appears to be a dead end. But on approaching, you can see that there's actually a pathway uh, leading away to the west. Um, and peering down that pathway, you can see that it orcs um, about 20 feet in. But uh, it, after the fork, it curves in such a way that you can't see uh, where the branching paths go. This path is about five feet wide, and the ceilings in this part of the cave are about ten feet high. Okay, so definitely single file. And... Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to back back out and tell them what I found. Um, it looks like there's a hidden passageway over here. Um, it looks like it ends, but it's actually like a, a concealed walkway. Now we're going to have to go really um, only one at a time, uh, back to back, basically. Because I don't know what's in here. It's hard to see. Um, I would feel a little more comfortable, I think, if you, uh, Kestra, were at the front. Me? You, you seem to have the best eyes of us. I'll hold the torch up in the middle. That way uh, Melvin can be at the rear. If that seems agreeable. Very well. Around this corner? Yes. Um, yes. Um, right. Now, can I just tell you that... Before we get, is it, do we have 10 minutes or do you guys want to just go ahead and go in? We should proceed. Okay, let's go ahead and go then. I'll follow your lead um, right behind you. You just make your way this way. Right. I, I will head in that direction. All right. Second group, three boys. Sorry? Uh, I just I just need a second to read. Okay. I totally pictured uh, Drew getting up and going to his family. Jeez, guys, I'm playing D and D. Be quiet. <laughs> uh, I did shut the door down. They're fucking idiots. Like, they can only talk on speakerphone for some reason. <laughs> no idea. So That's how my grandma is. It's like, they'll walk around holding the phone, so it's not even like, oh, I need my hands. Like, it's just yep. walk around on speakerphone. I guess it makes them feel like the person's there with them a little more. It's a fucking it's weird. invasion of privacy. 
I hate when people do it at the grocery store while I'm working. I'm like, I don't want to hear you arguing with your boyfriend or girlfriend or whomever. It's crazy. People do it at the gym. It's pretty fun. Um, I can just see them talking and obviously the phone I can slightly hear, but I have AirPods in. And then if I hear something funny, I have to make sure I don't laugh because then they'll know I'm eavesdropping. Yeah. I'm just going to start saying embarrassing shit out loud so <laughs> whoever they're talking to can hear it. Okay, so you uh, enter this um, narrow passage uh, in single file with Kestra at the head. Uh, about 15 feet in, the path curves a bit to the left, and you reach a fork in the road. Uh, roll a perception check for me, just Kestra. 20, non-natural. Cool. Uh, so you can hear uh, the sounds of people from the left. Uh <clears throat> you variously, you, you, you hear the sound of a couple of people snoring. You hear indistinct chatter as of a small group of people having a conversation. Uh, you're not able to really guess at numbers, but there, there are obviously some people off to your left. I'll whisper back to them. There are people... On the left path, some awake talking, some clearly asleep snoring. I don't know how many. And I didn't make out anything from the right? Um, based on a roll of 20, you, you do hear the soft sound of snoring from that direction. Oh, snoring's on the right? Uh, from both directions, more from the left. This but a snoring bit all around. Does it seem like there's more people to the left or the right? I would have to say to the left. Okay. Does it sound like just one person possibly to the right? Uh, you do only hear what sounds like, or the sound of snoring that's consistent with, you know, not a group. Yeah, it sounds like one sleeping person at least. Hmm. So I wonder... On the right. Oh, on the right, okay. Um, so I imagine the commander would sleep alone, so... Should we... Shouldn't we just... If it's... If we could take them down. Yeah, do you Three think we should together go, while they sleep? Yeah, we could go in and maybe um, take out the leader with, like, while well. he sleeps. What do you think? I don't know if it's the leader or not. All for too long, I'm going to make you roll a stealth check. Let's just go right and see what we find. Okay, I'll just follow you. You take the lead. I trust you. Okay, I'm going to move down the right path. All right. Uh, so you move down the right path, uh, and uh, you find a relatively straight corridor of the same width and height that terminates in... Uh, an unadorned opening into a larger space uh, that's been cut into uh, about a 40-foot square room. Uh, looking in, you see 
E, uh, well, the main feature is uh, there is a person still wearing cultist robes uh, who is lying face down, uh, snoring loudly in the middle of the floor of this room. Uh, next to him, there is uh, an overturned jug out of which some wine has spilled, uh, and he seems to be uh, sleeping in a drunken stupor. Uh, Scattered about the room are a number of odds and ends. Uh, you see coins. Um, you see... <clears throat> uh, you see some overturned boxes, a few broken items. Uh, some small gems uh, are lying here and there. And... Uh, Will everyone please make a... Or, no, no, not just yet. Um, so this, this, this room would seem to bear the marks of having been previously used for storage, uh, but much of what was in it uh, seems to have been moved away. Um, does it... Does the, I just get the feeling that this person, this snoring single person, might be like a trap or like a... Or, or is there anything I could roll to see if it's like a, an illusion or anything? Uh, roll an insight check. Oh, good. Um, that'll be a total of seven. And then you see a drunk guy sleeping on the floor. Uh, okay. Uh, do you guys want me to try and attack this guy, or do we want to try and tie him up? Like, what do you think we should do? Whispering. He's clearly not the leader we were hoping to find, so maybe we should just move on. Is there anything within arm's reach? I mean, there's, like, various coins scattered over the ground. You can uh, roll investigation if you want to take the time to go in the room and poke around. Like there's there's a there's some boxes here that uh, with the lids left off, a uh, few overturned uh, of such. Um, no, and you said there were gems. Do do they look actually like valuable gems or just like crap? I mean, you'll 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 have to go in and roll investigation if you want to find that kind of information. Kestra, should I go in? I'm I'm trusting what you want to do because you're the the lead. Stop asking permission. Do what you want to do. Oh, God. Okay. You're your own man, Pez. I, I'm, I'm not here to babysit you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, try and stealthily move in and see if I can find anything of value. Okay. I'll cast guidance on him. Just put my hand on his shoulder while I tell him he's his own man. You're a big boy. Okay, we'll roll uh, first roll stealth. At advantage. Good. Um, that'll be 19 total. Alright. Uh, so as you step into the room, you, you manage to do so fairly quietly, and the uh, person sleeping on the floor does not stir. Uh, roll investigation. Ooh. Uh, 17. 17. Uh, poking around the room, you are able to find uh, coins and gems with a value of about 16 gold pieces. 
you take the time to uh, search around the boxes, and uh, the boxes themselves are all empty, but uh, fallen between a couple of them, seemingly abandoned, you see a wooden cylinder about uh, 14 inches across. Uh, it is decorated with gold scroll work. Uh, it appears to be very valuable. You reach and pick it up, and uh, looking inside... Um, you find a scroll that, uh, bears, uh, glyphs and sigils that you can't decipher, but that seem to be magical in nature. Can I attempt to, like, like, hide, like, not show them that I found that? Like, to hide it in my, like, inside of my pocket or something? Like, is there a way to, I don't know, slide a hand or something for that? Um, I'm not watching him, so... I'll say it's it's kind of big. Like, you can't really put it in a pocket. I assume you're carrying some kind of a bag, so you can try to Correct. slip it in there. Uh, roll sleight of hand. Uh, that's 19 plus 6, so 25. 25. You, you managed to slip it in the bag. Uh, you don't get the impression that anyone saw you. Okay. Uh, and so uh, somebody has just gotten here that I want to go talk to and I know Andrew you said you need to log off uh, okay. so let's call it there for this session and okay. uh, we'll try to get together and continue it soon awesome thank you for thank joining you. us for this episode of the Ready Dice Roll podcast continue the adventure with the next episode